Spooky! Welcome to Spooky Smart Wrestling Fan. The longest running, spookiest, longest running <laughs> spooky podcast about wrestling ever for the living and the dead or something. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, This is episode number 856. Oh my God. Ooh, that's I a am, scary number. It's so scary. I'm Joe Negron along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, does this episode have like ghost shaped marshmallows? It does. Look in the background. Ghosts there. If you're not, you are only getting some of the picture. If you're listening to the podcast, you should you be joining us on. Did you, you just say you're getting some of the picture? He's, they're getting none of the picture. Some of the picture, as in audio. the big picture, Larry. I don't mean video. Listen. Oh. Listen. Listen, dummies. So, um, <laughs> you're dummies now. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, um, yeah, you could also join us. You could listen to the podcast. You can uh, join us on YouTube Live. Right now, we are on YouTube Live with a bunch of people here uh, in the chat. So, hello, everyone in the chat. Um, and um, you can see what you're missing here because I'm wearing an... Uh, my Halloween costume. I am an Ewok in the background. You can see a picture of Larry's Halloween costume. He is Prince um, Not on a motorcycle. He's the cover of an album, I think. <laughs> um, and, the, and you could also see spooky, spooky skeletons and other things in the background. Or what do you call them, Larry? Skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, spooky skeletons. And that's it. So we're going to do a podcast today and uh, talk about wrestling. And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's about it. Bye, everybody. Um, so, yeah. Did you watch wrestling? I did, but I'm not, I don't care about that. Oh. No, I'm, I'm like, I am so much more excited for doing the show today than normal. Ooh. Which doesn't take a lot of excitement to do that. But I'm still way excited today, even without. Because, as I think I've talked about on the show before... When I was growing up, yeah. I was the youngest of seven, so they were all older than me. My parents were all super old people because they had all those kids. And my grandparents were like artifacts that wouldn't die. So yeah. everybody was old. So when I grew up, I was big into radio theater. And then, of course, Joe was the same generation. We had power records and the you know the books on tape that you had the book you could read along with and everything. King of and the so, co. King, King of, of the, the co. co. King of the co. King of the Co, King of the Co, Draco, King of the Dragon Men. Oh, so I wanted, about the only thing I ever remember wanting to be when I was growing up was a radio play person, like the whole thing, writing them, full yeah. effects, everything. And so the, you know, unreasonable facsimile of that nowadays, I guess, is podcasting, which sure. is a great podcast, but we're not like a suspense thriller podcast that I've always kind of wanted to do. Are you a hundred, Larry? Until. Yeah. Until Halloween 2021. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Very spooky. So I'm just saying, I know there's a lot of really good thriller podcasts out there with these scary stories. Yeah. You know, great effects and everything. I'm just saying, you know, they, they might not have the market corner on the macabre, macrame, macabre, <laughs> macrame. scary That's stuff. It. The macabre. So, yeah. welcome to McKayfabe. the the trial run of my suspense. Should we do a disclaimer? Okay. That you know these these stories are meant to suspense and thrill you. 
Viewer discretion. <laughs> Did you write this down? <laughs> no, I'm like all off the, I don't. I, I should add a lawyer look at it, but yeah, viewer discretion or listener's discretion is advised. Yeah. Okay, so we're ready. Oh, okay. Let's get on with this. What a spooky Ooh, show we have here for you, smart wrestling fan. everyone. Um, so. <laughs> This is how suspense works, Joe. You can't tell them it's coming. That's true. You just have to wait. That's why they call um, them so, suspenders. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Hold. I don't. I don't get it. Um. So. Um. We'll do the news in a minute. But first, um, I think that people need to go to. How are people not in on this? Like everybody that listens to this show should be in this chat right now. So here's how you do all the things. Patreon.com slash Smart Wrestling Fan, right? That's how you become mm-hmm. a patron. That's how you support the show. If you don't do that, this is our last show. Um, and then... That's spooky. YouTube.com slash Smart Wrestling Fan. Go on there. Subscribe. It's free. If you don't do that, well, this is our last show. So That's terrifying. Do, yeah. So do those things. And um, yeah, that'll be pretty cool if you do them. And it'll be great. We have a big announcement to make this month. Um, but I'll probably save it for next week or the week after. But uh, yeah, we got a lot happening tonight. Some of you are going to really like it a lot, and for those who don't, um, that oh well, I can't please everyone. Um, but the, p- the people that are happy will be very happy. How about that? Great. That sounds cool. I mean, not as cool as terrifying tales of horror. Ooh, it's still cool. Don't forget to buy a T-shirt. Shophmh.com. Our co-host Carter makes these great shirts and they're official Smart Wrestling Fan shirts. Also, he sells Halloween shirts. Also, he sells horror movie shirts. Also, there's other shirts. It's shirts. I I really feel bad. I don't feel bad about kind of showing him up as far as the horror genre is. But I think he'll just, he'll appreciate my genius and probably give him something to shoot for in his (gasps) fledgling, fledgling horror career. So. Okay, I think it, I think in the long term it'll help him. It'll hurt at first. I don't know what's going to happen when you guys are on the show together, but we'll figure it out later. You can kill that's, each other wait, and battle that's, it out that's... amongst yourselves. Okay. Yeah. Gravelly Carl, right? I can't help you there. Okay. What's I'm not. Okay, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm humming a Carl. I'm not going to support your your renaming the co-hosts that already have names. So it's it's we're not, not humming a Carl. So it's got to um, be Gravelly Carl, right? Yeah, so, sure. It's not Kiwi Carl. No, no. You're very confused. But, so, if you, um, so what you do is you, um, when you get the Patreon going for Smart Wrestling Fan, patreon.com slash Smart Wrestling Fan, you get, no, not two smarts, just one. Um, we get, and you get, uh, extra content, all kinds of content. You get this show first, but then this past week, here's what we did. Here's what we reviewed. We did... Uh, New Japan Strong, Autumn Attack, Wrong. Nights 2 and 3, we did. Um, <laughs> what? I don't get it. What? What is that funny? Autumn Attack. Uh, come on. That's funny. It's not funny. They fight in the fall. Fight in the fall. Oh, my God. I got it. Okay. So um, we did NXT UK. We did NXT 2.0, Halloween Havoc, okay, Impact that Wrestling, was listening to, other I things. I that episode. Yeah, that was fun. So you could listen to all these things and more. Um, if you just subscribe and become a patron and all that stuff. So go do it. That's all. But now we're going to do some news, I think. Should we do that? News. Spooky news. Um, this week's news. Uh, 
is brought to you by, let's see, make up something here. Ghosts. It's brought to you by ghosts. They are spooky. Ah. So um, we'll start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.6 million viewers. They are not doing so great. It's football. They're going to just get annihilated all through the fall. So, oh, well, and winter. It's um, still not a good show. They weren't. Let's listen. Don't play no. in Vince's hands. The ratings were terrible before football. Yeah, but it's not always about quality of program. It's it's about. Um, I mean, I, I guess overall it is because you, you, if you expect no quality, you don't tune in. OK, that's fair. When it comes to, when it comes to my spooky tales, it's all about quality. OK. SmackDown Live scored 1 million viewers on FS1, so that's up a little bit. Even though on Fox, they were getting 2.1 million, so that's bad, but whatever. Um, Again, leading to the theory that no one actually watches SmackDown and they just leave Fox on all the time. Um, It's true. Not no one, but some, I guess two people watch it. Sleeping Fox lie. Yes. Um, NXT had 746,000 viewers for Halloween Havoc, so that's the first time the 2.0 number has gone up. So we've had a decline since the beginning of NXT 2.0. And it's the first time they got, they popped a decent rating. And that is because <laughs> it's Halloween Havoc. And of course, people even I watched. Expect I listened to a show cheese. about it and watched it. Yeah. And people expect cheese. And they saw that Chucky was going to be on it. And it's spinning Chuck a cheese. wheel. That's what I wanted. <gasps> Chucky Cheese. That's why it's called that. Um, so, yeah. So it's all those things. So that's great. Did I forget to press record? We're going to have to do this whole show over again. Oh, my God. No. Um, oh, that's, that was that's scary. That was scary no. for me. I'm trying to make it scary. So. so okay. So <laughs> I didn't think about this, but. Yeah. We I should think start thinking about celebrity, it. The biggest celebrity rub in the last five years is Chucky. Chucky. Because he's the only one that's popped the ratings, right? That's a good these, point. And he has a high quality television show it. right now. No. Larry, he has a high-quality TV show. Do you know that? I know. You're making me want to watch this show. It's a very good show. I don't watch anything. It's a good show. Is the the sexy doll on it, too? Or is that a spoiler? Is she? I don't want to say. Spoilers. Okay. 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 It all is building up to amazingness. I'll just say that. Um, And then the other numbers of the week, AEW Rampage, 623,000 viewers. So that's up. Almost 100,000, so that's a thumbs up there. That's good. And then AW Dynamite, almost a million, not quite. 941,000. So, you know. That's not bad. The numbers are decent. SmackDown suffered from being on FS1, and Raw's getting what Raw's getting, so that's it. But the big news... More than they deserve. Yeah. The big news of the week, of course, is that Ring of Honor has released every single wrestler from their contract. Um, I can't wait to watch this show. I know, it's so good. So um, don't be too worried, though, because number one, Ring of Honor says, we're not going anywhere and we're not canceled off the the Sinclair network. Okay, so that's good. Um, I guess that's good. We're still on TV. Yeah, barely. So what's, what's happening here before you get worried about everybody is that Ring of Honor is paying everyone till the end of the year. So all the wrestlers will still get paid. Um, they still have to do the rest of the their shows, obligations, and um, that's good. But everyone's still getting paid. And for the cert- for certain wrestlers that had a long-term contract, those guys are getting paid, I think, until April. So people are still getting paid. Plus, because they're released from the contract, there's no, no compete or anything, they can go wrestle somewhere else today, last week, whenever. They could, you know, 
the day that they release the the, the talent, uh, the wrestlers are allowed to wrestle wherever they want. So they can get paid by Ring of Honor and other companies at the same time. So that's good news. Um, obviously, a lot of talent uh, that maybe AEW would want. I don't know who WWE would want because they don't <laughs> like those Ring of Honor guys anymore, I guess. Would you say? They're, I don't know what they want anymore. Yeah. They want Kojak and, and Crowbar. Whoever they are, Kojak the horse, Kojak the horse. So it's really, it's really exciting. It's sort of like the horses got out of the barn, and where are they going to run to? And they're being treated decently, like good employees with a yeah. good employer. And let's remind I people, let's remind people how n- nice Ring of Honor was to all their talent, even though they were making no money. They were still paying all the wrestlers. The entire pandemic, everybody was getting paid. That's some pretty nice stuff. So, yes, and, you and can. What, and I think yeah. that's a lot of goodwill for when they, if they do come back, that people will want to wrestle with them and deal with them. I think so, too. So what will happen is they will, they're taping all their stuff till the end of the year. We'll have our December pay-per-view. And then they'll go on hiatus for three months and not exist. And then they'll come back in April <laughs> and do a pay-per-view. And they 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 they're trying to say they're they're gonna come back and everything will be fine. Their plan is to use non contracted wrestlers and they're just gonna bring people in like an indie show and you know make it exciting and fresh and whatever. The problem with this is this has happened before in history and we always see we're going on hiatus for a little bit. We'll be back and then they yeah. never come back. So last time we saw what Rinka King, there was people in a flatbed Rinka truck. King, they stole all the titles, all the heels took all the titles and they were like, "We'll be back." They never came back. <laughs> still so, on that flatbed truck. They're still somewhere. on the truck with Jeff Jarrett. And then Well, they, you got to figure traffic in India has to be horrible. Maybe. I think well, that maybe they're still coming back. I still believe. Yeah. Um there were gar- there were <laughs> yes. There were there were some garbage humans on payroll, but then they released what's his name? Um uh, uh, Hitler, Marty, Marty Skrull. That was it. And Hitler. So they got rid of them. Oh. Yes. Ooh, train's coming. I hear that's it. Scary. Is that spooky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. that was the, that's the big situation of the week is the ring of honor thing. And you know, it's a, it's, um, it's a, well, it's a wait and see now, but I'm glad everybody's getting paid till the end of the year or more. It's, it's news that sounds bad, but I don't think it's bad. It's not that bad. I mean, obviously, there's going to be people that can't get a job anywhere else, and it's going to be bad. But at least they have months worth of money that they can hang on to and maybe save or maybe look for another job or whatever. So, you know, it's not all bad. Wait, Joe. Gosh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't interrupt the show, but I got to share because my my daughter just came in the room to show me her Halloween costume. And she's one of the, she's one of those little girl ghosts with a white uh, dress Larry, and the long black hair on no, her face. Oh no, Joe. Larry! I'm pretty sure you do not have a daughter, so that's not real. You're right. Ah, ah, that's scary. Oh my god, it's so funny. Ah, did you feel like you were here? Did you? Did I? Did you? That was terrifying. Those tales I, of the spooky. Okay. I should I should let you know. You're going to be able to do this, right? You're, oh you okay? God. I guess. That was really weird. I wonder. I know. <laughs> good, good, good ghost. I'm really terrified now. I don't like Tales it. Tales to terrify. See, I didn't have, who was that little girl that came in? She was. Uh, you, 
We may never know. Oh God, that you need to. Ah, I have the chills. Okay, so I love Halloween. It's so good. Um, and I'm an Ewok, so <laughs> that's my costume. So, um, let's see here. Um, spooky. Yeah, and speaking of the Ring of Honor wrestlers, uh, poor Danhausen broke his leg or his ankle. Tibia fibia combo meal. So yeah, so he's uh, he's in trouble. So. He's the happiest but broken leg to person. He is. I've he's ever very seen. happy, but at least he's getting paid, so that's good. True. Oh yeah, you could if you're going to break your that, leg, you would. You could sit at home and get paid. That's pretty cool. So, good job, Ring of Honor. Yeah, but this time I have talked to quite a few people who have a short list of people they want to be in AEW, and he's usually on that list. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. I'm just waiting for uh, not Chuck Taylor, Dalton, <laughs> Talk Taylor. Of course. Don Castle, yes. yes. Yeah, a lot of people that I would want um, uh, in AEW, but uh, AEW is pretty full too. Okay, so um, we have uh, only one other news bit, and that's that uh, WWE has come to terms on the release of release of uh, ring announcer Greg Hamilton. That's it. Greg the Hamilton? Valentine. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Greg Hamilton. Did, was he an ice skater? He was. No. Why is he in? Well, I don't know. Why is? Why is? But yeah, they they fired him, and he said he said it was a mutual firing. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they <laughs> tell you to go, and too? you go. Oh, yeah. So whatever. But he's you know they're using Mike Rome on everything now, and I what did he call Kevin Owens' hometown? Canada. <laughs> He was he pulled a Lillian Garcia right away as soon as Hamilton leaves. So yeah. Yes, he was too tall, but so is Mike Rome. So I don't get it. Uh that's your news. Let's do let's review wrestling. Let's start with Dynamite. How about that? Oh, I thought we were gonna start with SmackDown. Well, this week Dynamite was on a normal time. Oh, that's true. Well, my notes are out of order then. That's okay. Okay. Well, let me find my dynamite notes. That would be the notes with Jim Ross, right? <gasps> Spooky! Oh, that's just how he looks. Oh, that was mean, Larry. <laughs> Why would you this say that? Because from... I'm two-faced. Lewis Hyden Center Rude. in Boston, mean. Massachusetts. Jim Ross, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. Again, no CM Punk. So we're done. Good. That's fine. They they kept him on for, for press, but now he's yes. not going to do this anymore, right? Yeah. The commentating, so that's good. I hope. Uh, yeah. I don't CM want it. CM Punk. <laughs> the opening matches: CM Punk against Bobby Fish in a birthday match. Birthday match. I guess one of them's birthday is today, and one was the last day. Oh. They never told me who was who, and I don't care enough to look it up. So. I see. You decide. Okay. I don't know. Bobby Fish's music is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I can't. That's the. It, I swore it was his Ring of Honor theme, and then I checked. It was. It's terrible. That should be fired with everybody, everything else in Ring of Honor. Okay. It's a good match. Why is Punk <laughs> mugging at the camera when he does slams I don't now? Know. I just don't, because I'm of that. I'm sick of it. There's no reason. <laughs> JR says. Well, you know what they say, which he means what he says, about a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. And Tony says, well, we got one of those now. 
What? We have a one-legged man? Or a contest? What do we have? <laughs> I don't think we have any of that. But whatever. Hmm. Uh, we're told this match is personal because Bobby Fish said it's clobbering time. <gasps> so Punk is mad. I see. Although Punk is happy, but now he's mad. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Punk's got a bad leg, but he does a GTS with his bad leg and Punk wins. So... Okay. Punk's wrestling, but we see... Do you remember the whole thing about Punk was he was edgy? Has Punk been edgy yet? N- not since uh, he left WWE, no. And that was kind of... What else is Punk? He was bitter, besides- sad, mad, a, a UFC fighter that lost and was sad, a UFC fighter that lost and was sad, bitter, more bitter... And then supposedly happy, 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 I'm happy. Okay, let's just see. In all that, I'm pretty sure I didn't hear edgy or cool. So, so. Yeah. It, it's still cool. Whatever. It's still cool to see him back. It's still surreal and weird to see him back. I just wish he would effing do something. <laughs> Amy said he's straight edgy. Oh, I get it. It's, <gasps> That's why they call gonna- it that. What happens if you fight the power? That's your character, but there's no evil power to fight. I don't know. I guess that's... We'll see. We'll see something happen. Mal- yes. I'm sure they will do something. I'm just kind of tired of waiting. Malachi Black is going to talk to us, and he tells us that he made the crowds hate Cody. Eh, we kind of hated him before, but still. And he's. it's not about pins, so it doesn't matter that Cody pinned him because he's screwing with Cody's life. Whatever. Yeah. Still good with this. MJF against Bryce Donovan. Of course, who? This this uh, roster is pretty deep, and Bryce Donovan. He's been, he's been an MMA guy since he was 10. So he could probably, <laughs> Bryce Donovan could probably even beat Sam Punk, Punk. Can't even say his name. Anyway, you get the point. Sam Punk. <laughs> Sam Punk. Sam Punk. Uh, Sam Punk. Luckily, I think, I think MJF might, might stand a chance against Bryce Donovan because he has Wardlow and Sean Spears. So maybe the three of them can beat Bryce. It's MJF pile driver in like two seconds, right? Yeah. MJF makes crude remarks. Then he moves on to Darby. Says Darby's scared. MJF wants to be number one contender because Darby's out of the picture now. But then the lights go out. And you know what that means? No, it could be. Not always. No. But it's Darby Allen's music. Oh, MJF fooled us all. It's not. But then the lights go out again, and Darby, Darby's. Oh no, it's not Darby again. It's some weird concert footage. This was super un, uh, confusing and weird. Yeah. Okay. What kind of? It's look a cool concert where Darby is MJF, or so, I don't know what's happening. What is happening here? No, I don't know either. So Where's Darby, MJF, Darby, I don't know. MJF is uh, in the, or MJF. Oh, it's jumped from Darby in the crowd because Darby does that thing where you put on an overcoat and they can't tell that you're a teenage yes. mutant ninja turtle or the thing from the fan fantastic. Right. Yes. It's or a big disguise. Three kids as a businessman. Yes. <clears throat> they don't know. I did a business. MJF <laughs> leaves his guys in the rings to get beat up. And I guess Darby and MJF are having a match at full gear. Good. Yeah. But do Back, you, you can't undersell that thumbtack skateboard. Why? Because did you see Wardlow's back after that? Oh, I didn't see him hit Wardlow with it. 
Oh my God, you missed Walter. I missed Walter. No, okay. I saw him holding he it up. He takes the thumbtack skateboard, whacks Wardlow over the back with it, and later on on the social media, Wardlow showed his back. He got effed up really bad. Aww. It was a real nasty shot. Don't make me feel bad for Wardlow. Well, that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> they want to make him this big face eventually, so... I, when do you pull the... But when do you have... This is the thing about AEW... Yeah, when sure, do you pull the trigger on this stuff three when years you pull from now? The trigger when you're so busy with so many other things. You do. You just have to have a schedule. <clears throat> okay. I think Tony Khan has a schedule. It's like this quarter will turn lot. this guy and this quarter will do this thing. This quarter, this guy wins a title. And this quarter, then this storyline from two years ago pays off. I, I, he knows what he's doing. It's almost looked like you were sitting at a football game looking over his shoulder at his nose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That picture is uh, hilarious. Oh, it's it is something. I don't know. Oh, oh wait. Oh, Joe, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt the show, but oh, uh, I don't know if you can hear, but someone's talking to me outside the studio door. Hold a second. Oh, oh, it's my wife. She wants me to come and give her a kiss. So I'm sorry, mm. Joe, but you know how it. Larry, no, you live alone. You don't have a wife. Don't lie. You, you're right. Ah! ah! Yeah. That's scary. Right. Sorry. Ooh. Oh my you, you god! You see, it's 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 the twist that gets them, it's, and the sound <sighs> effects, like the ah. Uh. I'm freaked out a little bit. You sure you want to go on? Yeah, we have to. We must go on. Okay. Can't go on. Can't go on. Okay. Must go on. We go back, and Tony is with Britt Baker. And uh, what was this about walking out of Jericho's cruise? Or yes, Britt- walking into the water. <laughs> I guess you How do you walk out of a cruise? Was she supposed to be there and she wasn't? I've heard terrible things about this cruise. <sighs> I don't know. I have Who no has idea. a cruise during a COVID thing anyway? I don't. I wouldn't. So we're told that we're getting a trick-or-treat match on Dynamite. It's a no DQ match. No, no, on Rampage. Rampage? Why do I have Dynamite spelled like that? I don't know. No DQ, Britt Baker against Abaddon. And if Abaddon wins this, she's going to get a title shot. Yes. So, so Halloween themed. We'll see how that Spooky. goes. Let's look at the Halloween themes <laughs> on our shows this week. Okay. Uh, TNT title match. Sammy Guevara, the champion, versus Ethan Page in a too many, <laughs> too many complicated... Con- you just don't even know what's going to happen. If Who wins what? If somebody wins something, then another thing. But, but you got to have this match. Oh, wait till Here's after what- the match, Larry. It gets worse. If here's what I've determined, Sammy has to wrestle this match because if he wins, he gets to pick the other team for a match that that was gross. But also, okay, if the ex- match is wrestled, but he'll lose the title. Yes, to Ethan Page and not have the match, but that's not really made clear. No, it's, Andy it has like to- they will have the match, but you don't get to pick the team. I don't understand. Okay, let's make this more complicated. Excalibur doesn't know what's going on. He says, so if Sammy loses this match, he's out of the inner circle and he loses his title. But if Sammy wins, he gets to pick all five members that he gets to wrestle at the full gear. No, he doesn't. He gets to pick three. They've said that a million times. So this is so confusing. Yes. Here's the other thing, though. Was the match going to happen if Sammy lost? I don't. Yes. He would just not get to pick the people. 
that's not really a lot to put a title on the line. I know. I Let's wait till it's over because then Jericho is, doesn't know the story either. Okay, fight, fight, fight before the match and everything. Guess what? The premier athlete, Tony Nese, is in the crowd watching. Look at that. The hottest free agent. He's not free agent anymore. They signed him. And there's so many free agents now. You really can. Uh, well, they didn't JR's, know that when this happened. Or they did J- know that and they weren't allowed to talk about it. JR is on this big, oh, oh, you got you to gotta do this so you don't break your hand thing tonight. Like three times. He's, I don't know what he's talking about. This is what about. you do so you don't break your hand. Can't, can't, can't open those Oh my God, barbecue fast. knife. Oh, box knife. No, I'm going to stab my own hand or something. Oh. <laughs> it would have been great if he had That's stuck all I got. hand and pulls out all he, these knives are stuck the in The box his hand. opens and just knives go everywhere. It's spooky, <laughs> like Halloween. Hey, Ethan Page gets to look good, and I really want to like him as soon as he gets away from Dan Dummy, Ultimate Fighter guy. Yes. Uh uh, Sammy is so good. Shooting star press to the outside looked amazing. Great match. Sammy wins. Scorpio Sky comes out after the match to beat people up, but the whole inner circle runs down. And again, Tony Nice looks on. Yes. Uh, oh wish- my God, Larry, if you're in the YouTube thing, oh my God, there's a skeleton behind me that we never had before. Ah! No! That's it. Ah! Ah. I Tony Nese looked on. I wish he was already hired for like a backstage job, an agent, and he just did this forever in AEW. It was constantly <laughs> Tony Nese, premier athlete, watching. It would be and funny. Twelve years, I want to see this. Jericho going to talk. He does MGF jokes, which are dumb. So. <sighs> It's a five on five, Jericho tells them, like they didn't know. I don't understand. Okay, but Jericho says, now that now that Sammy won that, we're getting our match at full gear. He doesn't even know the order. So the, I'll tell you what the order was, and I'll tell you why no one knows anything that's going on. So the order was, we're going to have a match at full gear. But we don't, you know what? I don't even know. I was going to say, I'm going to start from the beginning, but it's so confusing that neither Excalibur nor Jericho nor anyone knows, but Jericho thinks that if Sammy retained, then they get to have the match, which isn't true. It was the other I way around. I don't know what's true. Yes, I know. Everything's been said. I but I'm just letting you know he's, he's confused too. And then this is out of nowhere. Did Was this to pick a stipulation? Because now it's a Minneapolis, Metropolis street fight. They never said that this would get to pick it. And they just, he no. just said it. Yeah. He just said it like it was. Yep. So I guess the we're left with next week decide team members, but we already know two of them, and we kind of know it's not going to be the lady. It's not going to be the. Is it going to be the old man? Dan why? Why Lambert? wouldn't they? Pick, if, here's my pick. It's going to be would pick him and the lady. It's going to be Masvidal, Dos what? Santos, and Paige Van Zandt. That's what I think. Paige Van Zandt. That is the dumbest <laughs> fake name ever. It's real. Paige. I know, but Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> I, I play the guitar. I'm Paige Van Zandt. I know. I'm Paige Van Zandt Van Halen. Uh, Grandpa Jericho quotes Aerosmith. So, yeah. Wow. You are so hip. Hello, fellow teenagers. Tony with uh, Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston because they're going to fight each Did other. Did you in see this that tournament. Steve Buscemi went as that at, for Halloween? Yes. Yeah. How is that? He handed out super. candy as in that costume. But I hate when they say this. They never like, couldn't they say that was from the movie he was in? No, they say 
That's from the meme. But Because I think that's how people know it. I know that and I understand that, but that's like I it's it doesn't it doesn't with my brain that that hurts to think about it like that. Well here's the thing. It made Steve Buscemi seem very cool. Yes. But listen, like, Steve Bush, Buscemi yeah. is getting old and he was starting in the negatives as far as like No, I know. Don't so make fun now, of him. Now you're not allowed to. Unless they do a remake of Young Frankenstein no, he and he's going to be Igor Frankenstore, is that where you shop? <laughs> they have all the savings. The point is this, like Okay, go ahead. Finish Actually, your thought the and then I'll interrupt Frankenstore. <gasps> Okay, finish your thoughts so I can tell you what I was going to say. No, Steve Buscemi, he's getting older. Yes, I know. He he doesn't need There's my that stomach, spooky. Appearance. Yeah. Got it. Okay. What I was going to say is like like Seinfeld, the show, one of the funniest comedies or most revered comedies ever. Blah, blah, blah. It's comedy. It's on for decades. It's on whatever. It's not. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's popular and everything. And then- I like Seinfeld. Right. It's a great show. And then now they made a Lego set out of it. And then like if if the Seinfeld characters would go out as their characters from the show, that would be like saying, oh, they're going as the Lego. It's, you know, it's, it's never I don't mind. think it is like that at all, Joe. But still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Tod- I was saying Tony's with Daniel Bryanson and Eddie Kingston because they're going to fight each other in a tournament. Eddie does a great promo and just leaves. Why yes. am I in... Eddie Kingston fan. I don't understand Cause, cause what's he, happening to me. He's um he's at his peak right now. Daniel Bryan says that's the Eddie I want to see and beat up. And he says Eddie's Moxley and Eddie are the two toughest guy Bryan has ever met. So okay. To- Tony goes to with the Lucha Brothers again. Wow, Tony's getting around. Lucha Brothers challenge FTR at the pay per view. Okay, I didn't understand this. They're challenging FTR at the pay-per-view right. and the AEW tag titles are going to be on the line. Are the triple A titles no, on the line? Because I think FTR are going to lose them because they are going to Mexico to defend the titles. And I think that another team's going to win them there. Or, I'm sorry. Mumbai or, Cats? No, not Mumbai Cats because they're dead or something. But I think that... Um, I think that either that's going to happen or <clears throat> um, Lucha Brothers have to win them back in Mexico. Something like that. Mm. Yeah, But still, that seems weird that you would lose those titles. Well, I assumed you would put them not. both up on the line. But no, they want FTR. FTR is going to Mexico managed by Vicky Guerrero for some reason. And they're going to be putting the titles on the line there. So... I know Vicky's probably never been to Mexico, but I wish they would leave her there. Excuse me. I am Mexico. I think that all the kids should be put in cages. And I do not think they belong with their parents. Does she speak Spanish? No. And also, she's a... Because I was saying I've never heard her speak Spanish. She's a terrible human being that thinks kids belong in cages. Let's not... Let's move on. I don't want to talk about it. TBS title tournament. First round. Hikiru, Hikiru Shida yeah. versus Serena Deeb. Hooray! I want to see this match. Uh, 
they cover the fact that Serena Deeb is a heel because <clears throat> she cost yeah. Sheeta her fiftieth win, and that <gasps> Sheeta didn't get her trophy. And then we, Sheeta comes out, and she's got the broken trophy. She this is going to be that. awesome. And then Sheeta's going to lose again, and she cannot get the fiftieth win, and she's going to have to go to heel tactics to get it. It's going to be so good. Oh wait, I don't know what to think. First off, like I said, she shouldn't have the trophy. She didn't yeah. earn it yet, right? You're not allowed to get the trophy until no. you get the fiftieth win, yes. right? Yes. Even if it's broken, you could still glue it together. And why didn't she? But why didn't she? Sheeta yes. breaks the ref count, so maybe she's doing illegal stuff and everything. And then Jr. wants to maybe sell that. I don't understand because Sheeta puts that chair down, and you jump on the chair, and you right. jump on your opponent. And Jr.'s like, "Oh, oh, she got to be that chair's illegal. She'll get DQ'd." Why? No. Have you ever seen anybody get DQ'd for jumping off a chair? No, he he thinks the story's going a different way than it is. That than it is. That's all. Deeb does this great role from like a thing to a half crab and then a figure four. She's so good. I yeah. really like watching Serena Deeb wrestle. She's then Deeb gets a trophy, but Sheeta takes it, and then the ref takes it away, and I'm like, okay, this is all working out exactly like I think, and then Sheeta wins. I don't oh. understand. Oh. Maybe, I mean, maybe the work, but doesn't that seem like that's not the story here? Yep. Deeb attacks after the match, and yeah, Sheeta's hurt, so and she starts to move into the tourney. But it's tournament. not just attacks after the match. She destroys Sheeta's knee to the point where it looks yeah. like Nyla Rose is going to get a bye and move on without even having a match. But still, she got her 50th win. She can glue that trophy back together. Yeah, and put it right next to her glued together knee. <clears throat> was that Jerry Lynn that came out? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. JL. It was. It's cool. Mr. Hey, JL. It's like I watch for Jerry Lynn here and I watch for uh, Boy Howdy in WWE. We forgot to say that he's back. What, Boy Howdy? Yeah. Oh, oh you're thinking like Jamie Noble. Uh, they, just yeah, rehired, Jamie Noble they just rehired Jimmy Wang Yang. Really? I'm pretty sure that's Boy Howdy. Mm. So isn't that weird that you would say You're that? You're right. Yeah, because I'm like, you know. Okay. Oh, I heard somebody else got a tryout for an agent, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, it somebody was... Somebody little, because they all do little. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. Tony's with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Leo! And, uh, other Seidel got injured, so we're not going to get that tag match. I don't think he was ever even cleared. So it's going to be Matt Seidel against Dante Martin again. Mm. Listen, I like this thing. And yeah. I think about how many years we went with uh, Lashley needing a mouthpiece and no one did it. Yeah. And now, well, I guess he did have one for a short time. But uh, but now we know Dante Martin needs Leo Rush. And this is all working out. And I'm pretty good, happy with this. Me too. I don't know how to go. but It's, it's right good now, stuff. Yeah. World title eliminator tournament first round, John Moxley versus 10. Oh, no. And I wrote this, and I'm proud of myself because you know how bad my memory is. I wrote, hasn't Moxley beat 10 before? And he did. And yet somehow 10 is still ranked number five in the world. But whatever. I don't understand the rankings. I never will. Moxley just beats up 10. I'll give you this. Tin is ripped and cut. He looks good. He looks great. But Moxley's kind of a bully and everything. Paradigm shift. Moxley wins. Not really much of a match. But mm. poor. T- Moxley's Back turning heel, it looks like, doesn't it? I, I hope. 
back mm-hmm. FTR talks to or Tony talks to FTR and vice versa and FTR says I'm gonna win <laughs> so fine whatever yeah Cody and Aaron Anderson come out. We go to commercial and come back, and Cody's there, and he says, I've heard old wrestling managers shouting at clouds about how I should turn heel, but I'm not going to. I wanted <laughs> I wanted to do a pile driver, but I didn't because it's too easy to be a bad guy. And yeah. I built the bank, so come and cash your checks or something. I don't understand that. Then he takes off his shoes, and I'm waiting for football head to go crazy about <laughs> Nike or Maxes or whatever. And Cody says... I can't believe I'm a wrestler because I don't have knee pads or muscles and Dustin's better than I am. And he says, he says, no matter, it's so easy to turn, but I'm not going to turn. I like to say the word turn because you're not allowed to say that. And then he says, I love everybody. I won't turn. And it's an honor to stand with Arn Anderson. And I love this because now Andrade comes out and everybody is crazy for him. Yeah. It's fantastic. And Andrade, listen, we know Andrade and WWE, the whole thing was, you know, he doesn't speak English, blah, blah, blah. He does a fantastic promo, and his accent makes it even better because he's super <laughs> yes. cool now. He's speaking great English, but with a super cool accent, and he's he's neat. And he's like, hey, these people don't like, I don't know why that was Mario. Why was he Super all, Mario? <laughs> why are all my accents Super Mario? I don't know. Hey, these people, they know I like. How you, about you don't need to do an accent? You just say what yeah, he said. But yeah, but he's like, he's like... <laughs> He says, they don't like me either, but I don't care. He says, problem with you, Cody, is you make stupid choices, like that stupid neck tattoo in the crowd pops. It's amazing. <laughs> I am so happy because I've, I've become such a fan of him in AEW, and I'm, I still thought, oh, you know, but the promos aren't going to be there. This was <clears throat> excellent. Yeah. I really like Lights go out, so you know what that means. Well, no. You can't because it's so many. But no, it's Aleister Black, which, oh, not Aleister Black, Malachi. Yes. And he spits on Cody and everybody. And everybody gets beaten up. But Pac comes out for the save. <sighs> right now, I look in this ring and I see those four guys. And I want the match. How many times? Ew! That was so how bad. Times, how many times in WWE do you see something happen? Oh, some guy runs out. And you think... I can't wait to see the match that comes from this. Never. Never. Yeah. But I look at this and I say, um, okay, all these guys, of course. I'm in. I can't wait. <sighs> I'm such a mark. I shouldn't be allowed to do this because this show <laughs> right here was made for mm. me. I loved this show tonight. Spoiler alert. But yeah, whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Joe, I'm sorry. I should have. I'm sorry, but I got a, my phone. I got a call. It's on silent. That's that's okay. What is it? What it, it, it says the call's coming from inside my house. That's not real. You don't even have a house phone or landline or whatever that's called. You're right. Ah! Oh my god. See? You see? I don't even have a how would that even be a uh so just, how would that even happen? I don't know. I, it's it's but it's from inside my own. And I don't get it. Studio. That's real weird. Give a second for everybody to calm down. Get your heart. Wow. Oh, we should have got. We should have got with Amy. We we can't be held responsible. She's like the the law department here. Are we responsible if somebody dies from frightenedness? <sighs> yes. Ooh, no, we're not. No, uh, uh, we're clear. Oh, good. We're okay, good. we'll keep okay. going then. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the best thing of the week besides my scary <laughs> It's so <voice>. good. 
Dark Order versus the Super Elite. That's Stu Grayson, John Silver, Evil Uno, and Colt Cabana versus Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Adam Cole. <laughs> Boy, I am so glad Adam Cole's here. I don't know why, but remember me making fun of the whole white bread thing? Yes, they you were... were very mean. Yeah, but man, I like him now. Dark Order are in costumes because it's Halloween and we're doing Halloween things tonight. Colt is Brandon Cutler, which I thought was funny. That is pretty funny. Uno is a cowboy. Yeah. Silver is a deer because of something he said last week. Because he said, I'm going to be Bambi. And they're like, yeah, right. And he is Bambi. And Grayson is a barbarian ghost, which is weird. Stop it. Which is fun. Okay. So what's funny about that is Grayson wore that. That was God of War. That's Kratos um, from the video game. Copy paste. And oh my God. The day before in Halloween Havoc. Chompy went as the same thing. <gasps> yeah. Well, okay. Grayson should have went a god as God of War, and Chompy should have went as God of War's dad. Okay, that that's was... actually funny. Why is there a dad in that movie? That uh, because he's game? an know. old man in the one game. Yeah. Really? Chompy was more I accurate. Think... If you played the, never mind. Yeah, I don't want to uh, spoil it. Uh, okay, my end of video games is it's a me Mario. So I know. I know. I know. Gods of War. The elite comes out and they're Ghostbusters. <gasps> Ghostbusters. Music, I ain't afraid music, of no budge. The music is rip off. You're going to be budge. It's so much fun. It's this whole thing's fun. Now let me give you some insight because this is amazing. So they're all Ghostbusters. They have, um, they have Ghostbuster outfits. They have Ghostbusters outfits, but and and this is what I I. I like when I'm just a stupid watcher and yeah. I notice things and the Joe tells me th- stuff and I'm like, I noticed that and didn't know why I noticed that their costumes, the name tags were very like not professionally. It done was thrown together like- in three hours. And let me tell you or so, but let me tell you what happened. I guess, I guess they wanted to do something different than Ghostbusters and they wanted to do squid game and squids games come out dressed like, the, the squid game but the game. like the game and then um the i guess whoever it was at turner said we can't do that that's a super violent netflix thing you're not allowed to do that so like why it's not going to be bloody or anything you can't sorry oh crap we got to do something and then they just had to get they just had to to get ghostbusters together and have a song made all this in a few hours and they did it and it was worth it in the end. And if you want to see the Squid Game stuff, just watch Being the Elite because they did the costumes and stuff on that. So there you go. But the point is Ghostbusters is fun. Um, and also besides Ghostbuster, Nakazawa is a baby. And this is my notes as yep. I wrote them He's as I watched. I wrote, Nakazawa is a baby and maybe Brandon Cutler is a marshmallow man. Look at that. I even wrote that. But. Here's the magic of wrestling. I wrote that when they came down the ramp. Yeah. By the end of this match, I forgot. I didn't totally know. Forgot. I didn't have a clue and Amy guessed it right before it happened. And I was like, oh my God, that he was there the whole time. This is awesome. Spoilers. We won't say. We'll, well, let's talk about the match. Yeah. Because I have so much to say about this match. Is Johnny there Hungy, a more fun Johnny match Hungy that you've seen? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. One of my, I can already guarantee this is one of my favorite matches of the year. Yes. And granted, I have a different wrestling view than other people. If you don't like this match, that's fine. That's fine. But if you like, taste. if you like the most stupid fun ever, this is the match for you. 
So Johnny Hungry gets Hungry gets chance. I like that. We Uno splashes on the proton pack. So oh no, that proton. Okay, pack isn't but for, right. But first of all, Kenny gets in the ring with the proton pack on, and I'm like, he's gonna wrestle with the proton pack. And Excalibur goes, he's getting in the ring with the proton pack. And then the commentators are like, oh, he's wrestling with the proton pack. And then what did Jr. say? Something stupid. He didn't understand what that was. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, what is a protein pack? Yes, protein pack. Ico Pro. Hat, look, oh. JR, Ghostbusters, that's from the 80s. Are you a thousand years old? <laughs> kind of is. Oh. The giant baby does a splash and the inflatable baby thing. I just, I can't go over every spot, but I want to. Cowboy Uno rides one of the bucks. Okay, that was awesome. Uh, Colt does the spray thing behind their, because, you know. Okay, that was awesome. Yeah. Dark Order all shines. They all get a shine. Even Colt does his crazy he does his apple and a superman thing and all that listen all those guys did all these fun gimmicks even colt with his superman pin on four of the best wrestlers (laughs) in the world right now that's the best part can you imagine randy orton allowing himself well that's not bad He's kind of but any listen big name wrestlers have egos and they want to be I really admire AEW. Does no one's ego is bigger than the fact that they want to enjoy being yeah. wrestlers? Yep. And I really love that about this show. Yep. I wrote this is my Halloween treat, and it really was. This is my favorite thing about Halloween this year was this one it match. Was awesome. The ref ref takes a sicker super kick low blow to Grayson. Then we get a triple low bro protein packs. They put them on. They are again packs. protein packs. Yeah. Uh, they do a. <laughs> Four-way proton pack smash. Okay, but you know what that was? What? That's the Ninja Turtles, like the shell shocked move. Oh, that's true. It is. Well, yes. Turtles. So awesome. Uh oh oh, and then we see Spooky. oh the rest of the Dark War is running out, and one of them's dressed as a horse, and you're like, oh, I know who's dressed as a horse. And he gets in the ring, and oh, the elite does a low blow to the horse. They do a four-way BT trigger to the horse because we know who the horse is. Yeah, it's, you know, Cowboy Adam Page. You assume they t- take off the horse's head, and it's Cutler. Well, if Cutler's the horse, then who's the that marshmallow, marshmallow man? man? It's Cowboy Adam Page, and Cowboy takes out. Why a do lead. you never call him oh. Hangman ever? Oh, well, Hangman. I Adam just wondered. I, I don't like. Hangman, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Hangman Adam Page takes out Omega. The visuals are amazing because he only takes off the head. Now he looks like the Michelin Man. Yes. And he's, oh, it's so much fun. It's awesome. Johnny Hunky pins Matt. It's, this match made me so happy to watch wrestling. And I'm not kidding. I me too. I get so tired of complaining. Yeah. This whole night, the whole show was great. It was the most Thank fun. Thank you, AEW, for giving me a really good show. Yes. Two hours that I loved. Just so much goodness. Yeah. <sighs> Who says we're always bitter about stuff? Who else loves show tunes? <laughs> yes, we're not always bitter, ever. Um, so let me tell you that we have an email here from Walking Whiteboard. And it's not Walking Whiteboard things. It's a like an email. And he said Ooh, he went good. to AEW. And he wanted to let us know that it was a very hot Boston crowd. (laughs) Oh, I thought he meant very hot in the arena. Yes. They loved CM Punk and Sammy and Sting the most. Pretty much every face 
but but them stood out to me. Mixed on Cody, we had no sound for the Daniel Bryan promo, Bryan Danielson oh. promo. They played Jericho's music while it was still going while it was still going on, and then no sound when that finished. Uh, the women's match was great. Nyla Rose and Vicky walked past me when I was at the merch table. So that's just a him thing. Um, at one point during a commercial, they thanked us for wearing masks and following CDC guidelines. Loud boos filled the arena when they said that. Wow. Wow. Oh, where are they at, How Boston? gross. Yeah. Um, the main event was amazing. Five stars, of course. Of course. Um, and Tony Khan was super hyped up about Rampage. And it says, the last time AEW was in Boston was for its second episode on October 9th, 2019. Um, all in all, I had a blast. Would go again. This is my first live wrestling show since the 2017 SmackDown draft. Dark and <laughs> Rampage were fun, too. Thanks for the email, Walking Whiteboard. Oh, I can't wait to go to my first AEW show. I'm only going to one because I don't like to go anywhere, but I've went to a show of every federation ever. So Yes. I should go to New Japan's show. Can we go to Japan? Is that in the budget? Ask Amy if that's in the budget. I don't think it's in the budget. You wouldn't even come out here, so shut up. I'd go to New Japan. Mm, I don't know about this. I wouldn't. Oh, what, what are we doing now? Is there well, that all the emails? I didn't. There might be other emails, but I just wanted to look here. Let's see. I want to see if there's something funny to read, real quick. Fine. Whatever. Oh, I think I just figured out a thing. Um, okay, so do we have another email? That's what I'm looking for. And the answer is Unicron. The answer is, oh, this one's also about Rampage, so I can't read it now. So, oh, okay. That's that. Um, no, I have another one. Wrestle okay. Legends X writes in and says, hello, smart wrestling friends. How awesome is wrestling when your baby faces aren't secret heel bully jerks like they all seem to be in <laughs> WWE? I've never been into, so into baby faces as I am right now in AEW since I was nine years old. Back when I loved Scotty Too Hotty purely because of the worm. <laughs> Hangman surely has to be the first non-golden lover to kick out of the one-winged angel and win the title at full gear, right? Maybe. I mean, that's I the thing know, about that story. It's 50-50. He can win, and it would be an awesome story because he finally won the title. He can lose, and it could be an awesome story because he didn't win the title. There's so much good that can come out of it. So, hmm. what an incredible ride this Hangman story has been. Long-term booking rules. P.S. How cool is it that Johnny Hungy got the pin for the Dark Order versus the Elite? As the number one John Silver fan in the UK, I've been smiling about that ever since Dynamite finished. Thank you. That's good. I know that wasn't a uh, Macho Man. Uh, who was the other guy? Steamboat macho, match. Macho Steamboat. But man, yeah, but that was you... a good technical match. This was the most most fun match. If you tell, yeah, if you talk about something that I just want to enjoy, I yeah. couldn't have had more fun than yes. that match. Yes. <sighs> My stomach is the spookiest thing about the show. It is growling. It's saying, "Why didn't you eat dinner?" And I'm like, "I don't know why." <laughs> I just did. Are you talking back to your I stomach? I don't know. Yeah, I or think so. Yes. Um, okay, let's do SmackDown. Oh, I don't want to do SmackDown. It's not the much. worst. I don't know. It's no, fine. because we watched Raw. Uh, oh, wait. Memory. No, I remember the middle of it, and it's really bad. Okay. Now, let's, let's think about what we're having tonight. Because I just talked about Dynamite, right? Yeah. 
Dynamite was a Halloween-themed dynamite. You must say that, right? We're told at the head of this show that SmackDown is a spooktacular SmackDown. They said it. They said spooktacular, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be really spooky. Yeah. And it's from the Mohegan Sun Arena in Connecticut, right? No, it's in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. So it's they will never say that name because it's too small. Really? Yeah. Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, as they say. What's in there? Nothing. It's like the sister city to Scranton, Pennsylvania. It's like nothing. (laughs) So... City with less Scranton. electricity. I've there. never heard such a bad description of a town. <laughs> Larry, Sister you've City. never been there. so Oh, I've, I've probably drove through. That's the thing about if you live in, our, in this side of the country, and you know this, Joe, you've driven through everywhere in Pennsylvania. You never stopped and you weren't going there. No, you don't want there. You don't want there to go there. Pennsylvania is the most you don't driven through but never stopped in state yes. in the world. Could be. Just a big red. Well, everybody else besides me stops because they stop for like drugs and crack and stuff. So, but I don't do that. They do that. You just live there. Uh, I just live there. I don't live there now. Got the F out. So whatever. Yes. Come out. Corbin comes out and football head. Did it? Am I getting this right? Because I will not listen to him repeatedly on, on football head calls. Happy Corbin. And uh, the other guy, Madcap Moss. The dumbest. Eye- eyeliner boys. Is that what he said? I thought. Um, Hold I on. Think- I'm trying to remember. No, I don't think it was that. Well, then what was it? Something uh, boys. I don't remember. I don't even know what eyeliner boys is. Charlotte Flair comes well, That's because that's not what he said. <laughs> Charlotte, I say. So. Did he say one liner Charlotte- boys and he meant jokes? No, that's not it. That's not it. Charlotte comes out. She's not counting titles. She doesn't care. She was given one more fake title ring. Wait, she wow. counts them all the time. What? Why is she such a miserable liar? I don't know. Then she says, you know, when I win a title, it's no big deal. What then? Why am I watching what? this show? I. Oh, my God. Then Sasha comes out. Listen, I, I am okay with Sasha's wrestling. I think she's super attractive. I think she has a lot of upside in like a person who will keep developing better and better. That fake laugh. Oh my God. Kill her completely for me. Sasha Banks, Carmella and Apollo Cruz all should be in the, in the, in the dumpster of fake laughs. Oh, and Seth Rollins, all four of them. Just get them out of here. Sasha is on the upside of everything with me. And that one fake laugh. Takes her into the can I t- can I tell you what she says on a regular basis? Yeah, I I didn't want to do that. I challenge you for the woman title. Ha 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 ha! Ha ha ha! You can't fool me, uh. <laughs> I like I don't like Sasha. making fun of Sasha Banks, but listen, she did say that you shouldn't be vaccinated; it'll give you autism, and it that that COVID's fake. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying, I, I like the character, but as soon as she laughs, I tap out. I don't even know what to think here because Shotzi Liar comes out in her tank. Yeah. And then football says this. What's that tank up to? What's that tank up to? And that tank works on its own and shoots stuff by itself. What is he talking about? 
I, is this going to be a thing that's become self-aware? I, maybe he's, he knows ahead of time. Really don't. What's this know. tank up to? I don't. So Charlotte says, I'll give you a ma- match, Shotzi, whoever you are. And then Shotzi shoots a missile. Yeah. I don't. And and then Cole says, this is a contenders match. Later, they'll say it's an open challenge. I never heard this was an open challenge. No. Charlotte I've came never. out to talk. Never. This SmackDown is so confused about what happened and then later on retconned. Yes. Charlotte Flair against Shotzi. Sasha Banks is going to stand around during this match and repeat the same phrase. Come on, Shotzi. Come on, Shotzi. You can do it. Get her, Shotzi. Get her. Uh, you Come on. You can do it. Okay. First of all, why does... Wait. Why does Sasha want Shotzi? If Shotzi beats Charlotte, she'd get a title shot. Why would you want that? And also, Sasha is a heel. She's only playing face because she's standing near Charlotte, but she's still a heel. Is she? I don't know. Yes. Let's not Cole's? confuse the situation. She is oh, a it's she is a face in the feud with Charlotte. That doesn't make her a face permanently. Yet by the end of this match and the aftermath, this will make no sense. And I just I just walked away going, I don't understand what I just watched. Cole says Shotzi has has this tank to mow down her opponents. First off, how would you it do is that? Tiny. Secondly, <clears throat> we were told she has this tank because it's a tribute to her brother Correct. who was in the military. So I don't care. Football head said Shotzi rolled out in her tank and it has earned this. Nope. First off, earned what? She didn't earn it's anything. Not a title match. It's not even said to be a contender match yet. Cole says her attitude has earned her this chance. But oh it's not God. like again. It's not even a. They didn't even say Charlotte match. picked her because she was easier to beat than Sasha. That's all this is. But it wasn't said to be even be an open challenge. I don't even know what's going on here. Football head says the entire arena is chanting Shotzi. Mm-hmm. I can't hear one. There was one time that. where they were chanting. It wasn't the entire arena, but yeah, he's he just likes exaggerating. Uh, Shasha Banks constantly just says, stay on her, stay on her. Oh my God, stop. And, and stay on her also, stay on her. Uh, Shotzi uh, gets beats, gets beats, flames. Shotzi. Why is Shotzi a oh. Happy Days character, by the way? I, what do you mean? Just her name. Oh, okay, I get it now. Don't I was she... thinking of uh, Pinky Tuscadero. Anytime I think of females. Right, but I'm saying like that seems like she would fit in with Ralph, Malf, and the Fonz. That's all. What are we, what are we, JR? Oh. Shotzi ha, ha. gets beat. This is so, Shotzi gets beat. Sa- Sasha. Oh, don't, well, wait, wait. You Sasha cannot possibly. Shotzi's going to be a problem. You, yes, but wait. You cannot possibly miss the part where Charlotte thinks she's on the apron and she's like, what am I going to do? And she flies to the floor when Shotzi's like nowhere near her. That's all Charlotte's fault. Why did she just fall on the floor and landed on her feet, which made it look like she was going to break her ankles? Because this whole match was, it was, yeah, I know, but okay. Then anyway, yeah, Charlotte, Shotzi gets beat. Charlotte. Wow. These names, Shotzi gets beat. Yeah. Charlotte disappears. Yes. 
Shawshank Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. This is she shells, seashells, but uh, Sasha comes in. Shotzi blames Sasha. The crowd's confused. They fight, and somehow Shotzi is a horrible heel and just beats her up, slams her into the tank. Football head says, Ooh, that carbon fiber hood. You mean the thing you kept saying about Carmella's mask? Yeah, you're you're an idiot. But wait, this is a like two or three minute beatdown from a face on a heel. It's a turn beatdown. But hold on. Turn beatdown. That's supposed to turn the face heel. Larry, what happens when your face that attacks a heel? I shouldn't be anything, right? No, yeah, you're you're getting but she didn't cost her I don't know how I'm supposed this to feel about this. This is so poor as far as execution goes. WWE either turns you off screen or they think that a face attacking a heel is a turn or they think that Sasha is a face because she was standing next to Charlotte. This is terrible. I I have no idea what I'm supposed to come away with here. So then... Because you can't tell me you just introduced... I know Shotzi's had a couple tag matches. You introduced Shotzi as a singles wrestler right now and did a did a turn? I don't And what? now she's heel and the champ's heel, so she can't do anything. And what? and when Shotzi slams Shasha Sasha's God, this is gonna kill me. Shotzi slams Sasha's head into the tank. Football head says right into the skull. Wow. And then he says, welcome, eat my tank. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't care. She she said that. So we saw all this. And I can't explain it, but things happened. And I did see Sashashi. I can't do this. I don't know, but welcome, eat my tank is the dumbest thing I've heard all week. Shotzi, I did see her do terrible things. We tossed to Kayla in the back. She doesn't know what's No, going because she's she happy. She's like, that Shotzi. Ha ha ha. Yeah, she laughs it off because she's I I know Shotzi is a is a face, but I don't I don't and know. And she what to attacked do here. a heel. That should just make her an angry face, but no, it made her a heel. What? I don't uh, Yes, because uh, Sasha never even put up a defense. No. I don't, I, I can't do this for you, WWE. I can't do this. So Kayla is going to talk to the... Remember the new Jeff Hardy that we're going to get? This is the week. Now, remember this, how we wanted Willow, by the way? Yeah. We, we're going to... Well, he... Pro- if, whether we get Willow or not, I know. he promised a new Jeff Hardy when he comes to SmackDown. I know. He and, promised it. And even though we want Willow, you know what you end up getting? What? Itchweed. <laughs> remember that? Was that was that what it was called, Itchweed? Yeah, the one the one that's like runs rides a oh my god I can't say it rides a lawnmower rides a lawnmower brush a dive. Okay, yes. I thought it was something else, but yeah. It, so this new Jeff Hardy says, "I'm glad to be on," and that's pretty much it because Corbin and Madcap come in. I don't know. Well, why. he first says he wants to go after the Universal Title. By the way, whatever. You could say whatever he wants. But <laughs> yeah, Corbin and Madcap come in and they tell a joke that's not. 
So what? Don't they have a feud elsewhere? I don't. I don't know, but their joke doesn't even make sense at all. Yeah, no. Lesnar recap. No. And then this again. What is going on? It's a Lesnar recap about yeah. how oh he did bad things, and Adam Pierce is a you know authority figure, and he punished him. That I understand all that. That was wrestling sense. Yes. Now we talk to Adam Pierce, and he's all heelish. He says Brock is a coward for attacking him. Wow. And he calls himself the engine of the company or something. What the? When is that? Why is Adam Pierce acting? I don't like know. A heel? This is really bad. I'm not imagining this, right? He was doing, saying heelish things, right? <laughs> I Rihanna in the chat reminded me. It's Itchweed with three E's, and I was going to tell you that, Larry. But yes, it has three E's. We learned that in Impact. Oh. I, can we just have the new Jeff Hardy be the Jeff Hardy you can hear him thinking? Because yes. that was my favorite Jeff Hardy. Yes. Yeah, Kurt Angle is a machine. On the Rihanna Mato. Yes. <laughs> uh, Paul's watching all this backstage and Brock's find like a million dollars or something. Stupid. Yes. Can we really just. But really? let's tell people the truth here. That would be nothing to him because he got paid multi millions of dollars at blood money. Do you know how much WWE made off of that one blood money show? How much? Take a guess. Twenty million. Sixty. Okay, I'm having a hard time believing that one. It was like fifty eight million dollars, Larry. I'm not kidding. Oh my god. Yeah. That makes me sick. Yes. That makes me sick. That's like some guy threw a birthday party and paid yes. sixty million. And about five million of that went to Brock, so yeah. Okay. Kayla talks to Paul. She says, What do you think, Paul? What do you think Brock Lesnar how do you think he would respond? And Paul says, I think Brock Lesnar would go to the office and attack Pierce again. And then Brock goes or Paul goes into Brock man manager mode. Yes. Accidentally. And man, Paul's. It was really awesome. And then he's like, oh, crap. Yeah, he's, oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, I don't. I, I, don't I didn't mean to be excited about Brock. And again, if Kayla has a great career in wrestling, who does she owe it to? Because this this interaction is, is the some of the best. I wish you could reprogram that robot lady. And no, because Kayla has personality. The other, the other robots on there do not. So Drew, speaking of robots, I have Drew Machine out, but I'm pretty sure it's Drew McIntyre. It is. <sighs> Football heads talking about the Brock stuff, and he says something had to be done, but this is way too much. And then what? Cole says. Yeah, something had to be done, and then Football Head argues with him. I, you just said something oh had to be done. Oh, my God. They tell us, oh, wait, Drew's out here for the second open challenge of the night. There was That wasn't open a challenge. Open a challenge? Are you sure they didn't say a second open challenge since it came to SmackDown? Nope. Second open challenge of tonight. That's what they said. They keep referring to that first thing with Charlotte as an open challenge. It was not. Hmm. So open challenge, Mustafa Ali. Look at me. Okay. He's going to be that. Drew McIntyre, open challenge, Mustafa Ali. Some weird music hits for like, I don't know, 30 seconds. What yeah. was that? I, I don't know. Somebody hit a button. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> match, match, match. Ali taps. 
that is the end of any new matchups you're going to see tonight. Remember the, the, the draft was going to change stuff? That is the last new match tonight. Everything will be old and boring. Yeah. After the match, Ollie takes the mic and says, Hey, crowd, the only reason you, you were cheering Drew oh. is because of the names. And my name is Ollie. And then Cole uses his serious voice. He's like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. He's like, We're doing a racist storyline again. Run the other way. Yep. At least this one, they're calling a racist storyline unlike the the Sonya Deville thing which is so racist looking I don't but they refuse to say it yeah yep recap of Xavier's coronation and now Kofi oh god talk about racism Xavier and Kofi are walking and yes. of course who did they run into segregation only backstage the... so they could only run into Hit Row oh god and Hit Row sings to them and <sighs> Their singing's really bad for a recording artist. I don't care. I'm just tired of black people having to know black people and white people. I know. People. Vince thinks it's segregation. He's like, well, there's the one water fountain and the other one. He is horribly, horribly racist, whether he thinks he is or not. The storylines are, are they racist? Yes. When... Oh my God! Forget you it. You can't ignore this stuff. No, you can't. Because but again, you know who like, is black that one, and you know who is I white, know and when they're that, only. But this one segment wouldn't matter. It's just that this happens all the time. Yes. And on Raw, remember how much it happened with MVP and Lashley, and then the Hurt business, and then like when when none of them were connected, and then everything was just we're going to meet up backstage, but we're not going to say why. That's we're going to be in the black locker And room, I know you're I saying, guess. we're saying it's Vince. It's it's brother love. I don't understand. Whatever. So they talk about, I guess Kofi's getting knighted, which is not really a coronation, but whatever. Football head says, I love coronations. He said last week was his first coronation before the week before he said he constantly watched all the Kings of the ring and wanted to announce be an announcer okay. for them. And not only I that, he says, This this is the first time I'm seeing a we haven't he says we haven't had a king in a long, long time. He just watched King Corbin lose the crown to King Nakamura like five minutes ago. We had two kings that he got to commentate on. And he said we haven't had one in a long time. I don't I can't stand him. Uh Kofi is the night we deserve, I guess. They the the new day dance around and acts foolish. God, they're clowning. Just, Some of it's I, funny, but overall, we want story progression. Don't expect it. Xavier Woods said, "Crown me, crown me, crown me, crown me," so he could clown. He might as well said, yes. "Clown me, clown me, clown me," because I, if you want anything serious from this, you're never going to get it. And I'm not saying they need to be serious characters, but they need to do something other than yeah, just clown, 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 clown. Where's like, I don't know. It can be you really fun, no, but you can't clown for a decade. No, we have to get something serious for them. We have to get a storyline from these guys. We booked, and I really like all three of them a whole lot. Well, but yeah. I can't keep waiting for something to pay off with the three of them when it's just constantly goofball, goofball, goofball. People got Even, tired of Zack Ryder's goofball thing in a year. I know it's. 
Even on Raw, they're going to do the same thing with Biggie, where it's going to be, oh, look, your friends are clowns. And he's going to be like, they're not clowns. And then the crowd chants, new day rocks. And it's like, I don't, there's got to be more content here. There's got to be something to this, right? It's got to. These are three super talented guys. Yeah. They have to have a story. There's no story. They're just, they're, the story, Larry, is that they like to have fun. Oh, you got to admit, they've, they have ridden the, they like to have fun train longer than anyone else in wrestling. You are right. (sighs) Uso's come out. Uh, Wow. This is more nothing. I write wood can make, woods can make matches now because they're like, oh, let's, let's fight. And then they fight, and then Cole tells us Woods can't make matches, but they'll probably make <sighs> yep. Whatever. Nakamura Boogs, football head steps on Cole when he's dancing. God, I hate this so much. Even Cole said, you're going to break my shoulder. Also, this the, football head dancing on the table, that will be how Michael Cole ends up in a wheelchair. <laughs> Behind plexiglass. Nakamura and Boogs against Corbin. Oh, my God. Again. And Madcap. But, oh, okay. It's okay. Because it's going to be a trick-or-treat fight. Because tonight. Trick-or-street fight. Yeah, trick-or-street fight. Whatever. Listen, I have. I am scrolling back to, to look at the beginning. There's nothing else just, Halloween yet. This is the no, only thing in the no, whole show. They told us a spooktacular. They lied. But, but, but maybe they, maybe this is so good. That this will this make is the terrible. Whole show seem- it's the same. It's so thing you've dumb. seen for yes. six years. And I, re- I had flashbacks to like Heath Slater and Rhino doing this. Dolphin, was it everybody. Seth? I don't know. Dolphin, somebody. It's the same match. There's pumpkins around there. Blah blah blah. The only difference, the twenty four seven guys run out, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Our truth knows comedy. Our truth can do something. They run out and run back. Not one Halloween gimmick. Not listen, Joe. I I didn't even think about this before. Right this freaking second, I thought, yeah. oh my god, Halloween spiders. Our truth. We could have had a little, a tiny glimmer of something funny. I know. Right here, nothing. They ran out and ran back to show you they exist. What? And when they ran out for the second week in a row, what does football head do? Drew Gulak. Why? Why is he obsessed with that? Don't ask me. I don't know. And then the bobbing for apples, fakest thing I've ever seen. But again, you've seen everything here before. Skeleton, kendo sticks, like I know. But the bob for apples thing was was. What's his name? Madcap clearly putting a um, apple in his mouth. He put his, stuck his hand under the water and stuck an apple in his mouth so he can come out with the apple in his mouth. It looks stupid. Yeah. But did you write down what Cole said here? Because he botched all his lines and then so did Football Head. Did you write that down? I should have wrote that no, down. No, no, no. Go what? No, I didn't. I forgot to write it down. Oh, no. I write everything I, down. Oh. I'm just so amazed that you can copy paste. Every Halloween for the last six years in this street fight that is always the same. Yeah. And this year was the lamest of all of them. I guarantee it. Because two masked people pop up. Do you know I could not figure out who they were because... Of course you couldn't. Jobbers. Of course you couldn't. That's why. Because when two masked people run in or a masked people, you're like, oh, 
I've got to think about the history behind the four people in the ring. Yep. Who could it be? Who? Not, not you know, not, not the new day. Face. Yeah. Not actual who, but. Uh, so they hit Boggs. The heels win. Or Boogs. Boogs, Boggs. And I'm like, oh, well, who are these guys that, that hate Nakamura and Boogs so much? It's Garza and what? It's the Garza brothers' cousins. Garza cousins. Why? Why? What, Why what does that have to do with anything? This? And and also, Nakamura is the Intercontinental Champ, and he's involved with all the tag teams. Well, and he got pinned by Corbin, which should give Corbin a title shot, but now we're introducing another team. I don't what? know. That's it for your Halloween thing. Compare this Halloween celebration. Well, I don't know, because this next part was pretty scary to me. Oh, because it's a robot? Because the robot talks to Sonya Deville? No, because Sonya's so scary with her racism. I don't like it. Yeah, okay, Joe, I hate to tell you, that's not a ghost. It's a clan member, so. I'm terrified now. Uh, so but they pick the white they pick the whitest person but Seamus to be the this super racist per- <laughs> person against Naomi. I hate it. Because Seamus doesn't count because he may be super white, but he's a foreigner, so Oh, is that what it is? Okay. So yeah. Robot Lady talks to Sonya Deville. Sonya says, I have no bias against Naomi. Oh. And the robot's like, I'm shutting down. <laughs> I can't go there. Why not put a wig on a mic stand instead of this lady? Because it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> well, yes. she tried to have personality this week, and I was un- I was unsettled. Yeah, it is that weird. She is the uncanny valley when she tries to actually emote. Oh, it's- I feel bad for her. I don't. Sammy Zayn interrupts. And he says something, and they cut off Sami Zayn to show. I don't know if that was on purpose because wouldn't that be part of his conspiracy thing? But it, I, don't, I don't think it's still a thing. I don't think I don't, we'll ever go there again. It's so sad. I think it was just a time thing. Naomi against Shayna Baszler. Oh okay. God, whatever. But before the match, Sonya comes out and she God. says, "Uh, I can't. I'm sorry, but the ref has been injured." So we have to find another ref. And guess what? It's me. And she puts on the shirt. And then, of course, football head says, oh, I can't believe the, the shirt actually fits her. It's like she planned it out. I, I I know how to read a story. I don't need your help. <laughs> oh, my God. Match, match, match. Naomi. <laughs> Naomi comes off the rope and just just. Oh, my God. She does what uh, Scott Steiner and, and Braun Breaker did. Which. Braun Breaker is Steiner, but still, yeah, she does the trifecta. If it's Naomi Steiner, I'm going to be so surprised. But yeah, she just does a belly flop. She falls off the top rope. And then the commentators are like, oh, it must have been a distraction from. I rewound it. There was no distraction. I thought maybe I missed Sonya like bumping the ropes. Like, nope. Now he just fell. (laughs) Oh, great. Quick count. Sasha, or yeah, Shayna over. I don't like all this, but now Shayna's involved, which I want to really like Shayna. This sucks. Well, now she's part. Now Naomi. she's part of the 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 Deville clan, so you don't want to have anything to do with Shayna. <laughs> did you say clan? I did that on purpose. See what I did there? No. No. 
I, it's not I, good. I think it's for a real thing. Uh. Okay. Okay. So next, but oh, oh God, Joe, I'm sorry to interrupt the show, but there's something going on outside. Can you hear it? I don't. Oh, my my neighbors are yelling at me. Oh, oh, oh God, Joe, they're so nice. They want to have me for dinner tonight. Oh, Joe, they're such nice people. My neighbors. What? Yeah, my neighbors. Won't you be my neighbor? No. No, um, serious, man. They're all outside asking me to, they want to have me for dinner. I thought tonight. you lived next to a graveyard and not a house. You're right. Ah! Ah! Oh, my God. They didn't want to have dinner with me, Joe. I got it. Oh, my they God. Me how to, for dinner. How to cook for humans. Take that as you will. Ah, oh, man! You see, it's it's the twist at the end. Yeah, I love Halloween. Oh, we come back and uh, oh, Woods and Kofi are backstage. Kayla comes in and she says, "Hey, Woods, but, you're an interviewer. Hey, but, Woods. Hey, Woods. He's the king." Yeah, I don't. I know, but whatever. So we come back. Naomi's walking. The robot lady comes in, and then Naomi says she wants Sonia or <clears throat> Sasha. I don't know. And the ro- robot looks blankly, but I look blankly at the screen too because I don't know who Naomi Naomi wants. I don't. I don't know. Where is this going? Racism town. And seriously, what is the payoff? I don't here? know. There can't be one. There really seems like you've written yourself in a corner with this, and. Sonya's whole entire family was killed by a black woman that looked like Naomi. I don't know. No. What's the payoff I, to the story? I hate it. Obviously, I, I've shown in writing, I am the king of the twist. What a twist. What if it turns out that Naomi is actually the racist? <gasps> what a twist. No, that's not that's possible. Where it's, going. <laughs> it's not possible. I think that's what we're going to do. <sighs> Only Vince McMahon would say that. Usos against New Day. Uh, oh, and wait, I, I this is our main event, and Roman Reigns isn't even on. I know, but I misspoke because earlier I said that's the last of the new matchups, and now yeah. you're going to see the same old, same old. But they tell us, no, this is a first time match. It's the first time the Usos have faced the King oh, and his new Knight. Shut up. Yeah, that was obnoxious. Uh, We've seen this match match, 37 times in the last four years. Match, 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 New Day, which I don't know. That makes the score 57 to 41. I don't care. Whatever. Also, they didn't say this was a contenders match. Excuse me. They didn't say that first match. I don't know what contenders match means. All content, all championship contenders contenders match means is they're not allowed to say non-title match. It doesn't mean anything else. But they're not saying it like they didn't say it in that first match. I know. They didn't say it here. That's all I got. So so New Day won, but it wasn't a contenders match, so they're not going to get a title shot, but maybe they will. So why does a contenders match matter if you don't you know what matters? This what? is Rampage, baby, because I don't want to talk about that anymore. 
Yeah. Rampage let's... taped from Boston. So mm. Excalibur, Taz, Ricky Starks, and Jericho on commentary. That four-man okay, team's pretty right busy. Here. What do yeah. you think about Ricky? He's getting better. Yeah, he's getting better. It's weird to see the coaching going on right yes, now. Yes, live, but they don't have any other way to do it. So, you know, I don't mind it. Okay. You would expect that they would do this on Dark, though, so never mind. They do have another place to do it. But that's fine. It's 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 good. And Jericho and him were fighting at one point in time. It was funny. So um, Jericho said, what did he say? He eats worms or something? No. He said he, said he eats, like, raccoons or possums. No, and then I, Starks was like, Canada sucks or something, and they were fighting. I feel bad that I give AEW so much leeway, and I'm sure people can complain about that. But – in this, like this example, everyone is trying to help him out here. Yeah. It seems like AEW is all these guys trying to help each other out. And I know yeah. it's all kumbaya, but I'm buying into it. So, yes. Well, guess what? This rampage was fun and awesome. And I liked it. Yeah. It is a tournament match right away, championship eliminator thing. Um, Brian Danielson against Eddie Kingston. First of all, awesome. This match is fantastic. But. Oh. And we had a buildup, too. I wanted to see this since I saw Dynamite. Right. Octopus Mask point this, pointed out what I saw, and that's, we cut from, okay, this is chop, 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 chop the match. And Brian looks like his chest is all, like, bruised and bloody. And yeah. we cut from Brian's chop up, chopped up chest to a Chipotle limited time only brisket <laughs> commercial that shows raw meat everywhere. Or not raw meat, but, like, rare meat sliced open. This was almost like the Domino's pizza cutter thing incident. But well, listen, that one's a little better, but still. Yeah, if you want a brutal, hard-hitting, exciting match, then you need to watch this match. Yes, who who wouldn't like this match? Yeah. Now, this match has a 30-minute time limit because it's a tournament match, and they call the 15-minute mark. And Jericho goes, oh, they called 16 minutes. What kind of a call is that, Jericho? What are you talking about? <laughs> who would ever hey, call 16 minutes? Are you drunk? So... <laughs> Brian is dead in this match. I mean, this they just kill each other till the final moments where Brian is dead. He's on the mat. Eddie can win. He goes, to, Eddie gets caught in the triangle and Eddie tries to powerbomb Brian, but he can't. And he's like, I'm trying to lift you. Oh, so Eddie starts passing out. And as he's fading, he gives Brian the finger and passes out with his finger stuck out. Brian advances and it's awesome and this isn't over. There's more. So we go to break. We come back. Brian is posing with his scars. And he's like, here, take a picture of this for your Instagram. Backstage, Tony Schiavone is interviewing CM Punk. And you can hear Eddie Kingston all mad, cursing, yes. getting bleeped out. Because he just woke up. He has no idea what happened. He didn't hear the bell ring. Yeah, he's, he's so mad. mad. He, he didn't tap audit. out. He comes in and he gets, he has words with Punk. And I guess he wants to kill Punk. Um... And Punk calls him unprofessional, and they have to drag uh, Eddie away. Oh, boy. Think about the fact you just saw three wrestlers acting in character. Wow. It's so much fun Think when they do like what they're supposed to do and not like... All those three guys acted like their their characters. Punk would say yeah. that. Eddie, that's Eddie. And Daniel Bryan... Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Oh, my God. I. Yeah. This was awesome. 
This was so do a you think, great week for AEW. Yeah. Do you think we're getting, where do you think we're getting Punk against Eddie? Because Punk was supposed to go against Wardlow at the pay-per-view, but maybe they I think know, Punk against Eddie is a better match. But the problem is Punk's got to stop. Like when he went against Darby, I don't want to see Punk wrestle faces. Even if they're really good, Punk needs to be wrestling heels. Um, I agree. But Eddie, Eddie versus Punk is a great dynamite or rampage match. Of I course it would be good it. on pay-per-view, I, but. I want to uh, see it so badly. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna Matt Seidel versus Dante Martin with Leo Rush is now. And this is another one, another freaking awesome match. This is just, yeah, but it's, but it's not a freaking awesome match between two freaking guys that you're like, I love this guy. I want to see. No, it's a good match that you're into. Yes. Cause you're like, you see Dante on the rise, you know, Matt Seidel's good, but he's, you know, as far as he doesn't get the push, maybe he deserves or whatever, for whatever reasons. Um, but seeing Dante and knowing there's a story here with him, whether he's going to be heel, play the heel here. He's with Leo Rush. He's going to be influenced. He doesn't have his brother around. Neither of these guys have the yeah. brothers around. Um, and he's but, got, and can he beat Seidel now that he has someone telling him what to do? And that's just it. So in the end, double springboard moonsault. And sure enough, yes, Dante wins the match. And this is a fantastic dynamite for, for really great, fun matches. So... This is this this I really recommend watching the show. So if you're not I, watching it right. AEW was on point this week. It yes. was just Yeah. If wrestling was always good, this is how a week of wrestling would go in a federation. Right. I would say who Punk should wrestle um Wardlow as a heel to beat, but then after that, maybe he starts feuding with Moxley. Because that could be the final straw that, that turns Moxley. So I think that might be mm. good. Um, but again, there's an unlimited amount of people he could wrestle. So who knows? Mark Henry split screen time. <laughs> we have one side, Abaddon, the zombie. The other side's Britt Baker with Rebel and Jamie Hayter dressed as zombies. But remember, <laughs> Abaddon's a real zombie. And Rebel and Hayter are basically mocking Abaddon's race or or whatever she <laughs> is. Her, 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 the, is it a religion? Her species or, or whatever it is. But the trick or treat match is next. The treat is if Abaddon wins, she gets a title shot. The trick is it's a no disqualification match. So Mark's like, do you got anything to say, Abaddon? And she goes, and then we, we, we hear Brit talk. And then (laughs) when we, yes. And then when we go out, I guess she doesn't have anything to say. So then we go to Brit, she talks. And when we come back to the split screen, Abaddon has disappeared. And now everyone's looking behind them. Like there's a zombie, a loose in the building. Oh, and Brit Baker is amazing. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, uh, on Dynamite this week, it's going to be Cody against Andrade, so that's good. Uh, TBS tournament, Anna Jay against Jamie Hayter. Uh, we have a world title tournament thingy, Orange Cassidy against Moxley. I don't like Cassidy's odds in that one. He's going to get bloodied up, I think. And then on okay, Rampage... That's that, hey, I think we're selling Moxley great right now. I do, too. I do, too. I didn't like the fact that he didn't say he, that he said he doesn't care about the title. He can say he doesn't care about the tournament, but when he said he doesn't care about the title because he had a baby daughter, you know, a lot of these wrestlers have kids and their whole storyline is that they care about the title. So it's, it, it's, it's not my favorite. I get it. It's cool, but it's, mm, you should never say you don't care about the title. So on Rampage, it's TBS tournament, 
with Bunny against Red Velvet. And it's also John Silver, uh, Johnny Hungy against Adam Cole, baby. That's going to be awesome. Be a fun match. Yeah. So your main event, Trick or Treat match. Um, so in the same week, we oh, had oh, trick, Joe, we had oh, trick or treat you, fight, trick or treat fight, this? trick or treat match. Joe. No, I don't hear it. I don't hear anything. What is it? Oh, oh okay. Oh, it's on vibrate. Thank you. I just got a text from my dad. He wants me to come visit um, him. So that's that's cool. Larry, you Sorry. always say on the show that your dad died. You're right. Ah! Oh, my God. See, see, because we always build up because you it's really would never let me forget that my dad's dead on the show. Oh so that God. was a callback. And it was scary because how would how would he text me from beyond the grave, Joe? I don't know. It's a spooky, spooky Halloween. I'm very scared. Um, yeah. Who gets this many scary stories in one show? Nobody. The, the person that created Halloween. Mr. Spooky. Um, trick or treat match. Speaking of Halloween, no disqualification. Brett Baker with fake zombies against Abaddon, who is his real zombie. Uh, they use chairs, all kinds of things. Oh, Britt does a swinging neck breaker onto a table. Then the table doesn't break. So that's spooky. Then, <laughs> then get this. This is good. Um, uh, Brit's like, I'm going to try a suplex into the table. It doesn't break again. I don't care. I really enjoyed this match. I know. But I'm saying it's scared because it's scary. And Taz ruins it and goes, it's, it hurts you. It hurts you more when it don't break. <laughs> it's it's real like a cushion when it breaks. Thanks. Thumbtacks. Yeah, something's better I know. than what I think. Abaddon grabs the thumbtacks and... Abaddon slams Brit into the thumbtacks. I thought, wow, that's not going to work. It always works against yourself. But no, Brit eats all the thumbtacks. They're all over her back. And then um, Abaddon just keeps, oh my God, trying to pin her and shoves her back into the tacks over and over and over. Then we get a chair neck stomp on Abaddon and Abaddon monsters out of it because she's a zombie, you see. She is a monster. Literally. The kick kick with a mouthful attacks to Abaddon and then Lockjaw. <laughs> uh, no, because Britt doesn't want to put her hand in that zombie mouth. Uh. So Abaddon bites Britt's gloved hand. Luckily, it was gloved because otherwise that would be a, um, like you'd turn into a zombie. And then Rebel and Hater coming in for distraction, no DQ. Roll up into the tax and Britt wins. And What a fun show. Yeah. Gee, do you see a Halloween theme here too? Yep. Why? Because it's, why can't Raw do anything? Right? It was on on or like, Raw WWE. Halloween. I know that's stupid. We had two really cool Halloweeny things happening. It was you're so Halloweeny. Oh, you're Halloween. Can you can you read this email for me, in please? Probably not, because then I have to find where I. Ooh, you can I find did. it. Which one? The one A about Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. Okay, this is scary because it's long. Dear Smart Wrestling Friends. The discourse surrounding big word thing you told me. This is why you're making the discourse mm. surrounding professional wrestling is littered with concepts that everybody thought were a bad idea because they had only seen WWE do it badly. Oh, that's a good point. Parody booking looks terrible when WWE does it, but other companies use close rivalries to drive stories. General managers in WWE suck, but Scott D'Amore in in impact ties the whole show together. He does. Wow. I 
you know, I hate to give him credit. Sorry, Scott Demore, he's so good. Oh my god! I know, but you remember the whole. Yeah, I just, after the last week of wrestling, I'm going to add the term sports entertainment to the list. <gasps> Between Dynamite and Rampage, AEW had about every style of match possible, telling about every kind of story. Across two shows, they represented horror, hardcore action, and high flyers. They had Max Moxley murder his opponent, and they had Kingston and Danielson murder each other. They capped their main show with a goofy, fancy dress, dress match that somehow made the feud that was in even hotter. Yeah. Over in Japan, DDT Pro Wrestling put on an empty arena show in the Tokyo Dome that was so wild that an M2 impromptu baseball game broke out at the end. Because why wouldn't it? This was entertainment rooted rooted in sports, what wrestling should be. WWE talks about sports entertainment like they're embarrassed of being a wrestling company, so they try to be anything else instead. Companies like AEW and DDT pre- Prove that wrestling can be anything as long as it entertains. Amen. That's what I say. Wrestling can be anything, but it has to be entertaining. Thanks, smart wrestling friends, Ian. It's all true. Can't really argue with that. So, why are we going through? It's like if the Renaissance happened everywhere except Italy. Why are we going through a wrestling Renaissance? I know. Except for the one. Except giant- for the main company, because the main company doesn't want to change because what they're doing right now got them all that money. It's crazy. I see so much good in wrestling now. I'm so pumped up for wrestling, and then WWE, of course, crushed my spirits. But. I see so many people in the business who love the business now. Yeah. And we saw that, say, four or five years ago. We saw so many people in WWE who loved the business, loved wrestling, grew up being fans, wanted to do great things, and they never got to because no. we were just on cruise control. Yeah. Now these people are set free in all these other companies, and you see all their genius ideas, all they're having fun, all they're wanting to work yep. with other people. And it's not there in the one no. big company that most people think of when they think of wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I know. Oh, I know, Larry. You said oh, there's I. still you still you said you still see good in them, but WWE is more machine now than man twisted and evil. <laughs> All right, Raw Live, here we go. Do they oh, ever yeah. say where they are? They're ashamed to be in small towns. They suck. Um Bianca Belair gets ready backstage by flapping her arms. And didn't I say last week that they're not going to bother to do another intro because they'd have to change the city name. So they're just like, eh, we just won't do it. Oh, my God. There was a five or six minute package about the feud between Bianca and that was way too long. Well, that was long, but I'm saying they didn't do a musical intro. Because they don't want to tell you where they are. Okay. And they would have to change it. And that's too much work. Copy, paste, high five. Bianca's getting ready backstage by flapping her arms or something. She's still explaining SummerSlam and her 26 second loss. Isn't this what a heel would do? It really makes it seem like shit. It seems like Seth Rollins. Why would you keep talking about this? It's old news. Also, does she have thumbtacks in her head? I I couldn't tell what that was. I thought somebody went crazy with a sharper sharpie and then put I don't know like no there's the like jewels or something glittery but things that I, kids use how I do they know. stay without then ripping out your hair I don't understand I don't know how the that Thumbtack. was real hair right that was I don't know on her, it I don't was know. either drawn in or something but it stayed I there I don't, 
Lacker? I just wonder why I she had thumbtacks in her head. But Bianca goes out to the ring. Now backstage interview with Becky Lynch. More SummerSlam talk. Please stop. That's so... Why are we talking about that? Did you know that Becky Lynch went away to have a baby? I've heard many She says, times. it's hard to be me. Why is half the crowd booing me? I don't understand. So here we go. The Raw Women's title match. First, for some reason, because they don't like ratings or something, or they do. I can't make up my mind. Bianca against Becky. Here's the match. They disrespect each other. They yell at each other. WWE does that because they are women. And that's the only way they know how to write for women. Can we... Okay. Can we forever stop that fake military press Bianca does where the woman she's holding up uses her arms on Bianca's shoulders to prop herself up like with shaky arm. It looks so fake and atrocious. She did this with Sasha before. It looks so bad. You don't understand. She's strong. But that makes her look weak because she's not actually lifting somebody up. She in, in, in NXT, she used to really lift people up. I don't understand why she went from athletic, which is one thing, to strong. I don't She's know. better when you call her athletic than when you call her strong. So, manhandle slam, but Bianca gets to the ropes. And Becky, the finish of the match is Becky throws Bianca. We got, this match went like half an hour. We, I don't think it was that long because it was commercials. But I mean, there was a, that six minute video package, like you said, in interviews in the beginning. So maybe it was a 20 minute match, but this took up like a half an hour raw. And then in the end, Becky just throws Bianca into an exposed turnbuckle and a roll up with tights and Becky just retains. And Larry, this is their sixth match of some kind since SummerSlam. Can we move on now? The problem is, this seems like a move-on match, but you know it's not. Because well, And do you know why you know it's not? Because we they saw no the women's locker room on this show. Yes. So we know that there's not much hope for a different match. While we're watching these two women who can actually wrestle and do things, we see every other woman on this show. Oh, it's bad. And we laughed at them all. Oh, it's bad. It's real bad. So backstage, Kevin Irishman says... That was one of the best championship matches we've ever seen. What? I'm not saying it was a bad match by any means, but what? What are you talking about? Yes. WWE thinks any match that gets more than four minutes is a great it's match. It's so good. Match of the year quality. Um, right. Ray and Dominic get interviewed. Ray <laughs> says, that Austin Theory is a jerk. Austin Theory comes in. And he's a jerk again. And Theory says, I'm going to beat you, Ray. And Ray says, I will teach you stuff, dog. That's it. What happened to Sami Zayn talking to... Well, that's a different show now. So Dominic is unbrainwashed now. I don't know what's going on. They had a story. They dropped it. Ray Mysterio with Dominic against Austin Theory. They announced that it's Finn Balor against Chad Gable tonight for some reason. Okay. Dominic helps Ray do a DDT on Theory to the floor so that we can go to break. High five. Guess the ref never saw it. Jimmy. Oh, this is good. Jimmy thinks that if one guy does a drop kick, then his opponent does a drop kick. They both did double drop kicks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's so many levels and layers to that. Good yeah. job, Jimmy. I don't even know what to say except congratulations. You figured out the no, you're wrong. Theory, all, I have to say, yeah. all I have to say, 
is Jimmy's Christmas present to football head better be something amazing because if right. football head didn't exist, Jimmy would be the worst commentator be, in the business. Yeah. Oh, we would be giving him yeah. so much grief, yep. but we're not because football head is a million times worse. Yes. Austin theory is supposed to kick Dominic to the floor from in the ring. It doesn't even connect at all. And Dominic goes, Whoa, and falls over. So Dominic gets up, slaps theory Disqualification theory wins. Larry, they show the replay. The referee never saw the slap. <laughs> he assumed it, so he called for the bell. It's yeah. stupid. Ran Dominic have words. And guess what? Ray kisses Dominic, so that story resets. He's like, yeah, I, don't. I understand, dog. And that's it. Nothing. Unless Dominic wants to do selfies with... I don't, I don't know where I don't going. know. Oh my God, Seth Rollins comes out with his contract. Remember when there was a ladder match and they had pulled down the contract? Okay, I'm a little worried about this. Why? Because the commentators ask if he's going to cash in like he did at WrestleMania and pull off the heist of the century again. Wait, what? Then Rollins says, this contract here virtually guarantees a title. Oh my God, Larry, I swear to God, if we start treating every contract like it's money in the bank... WWE is for babies that like mild violence, but they can't understand concepts at all. I don't understand. Every time you've won a title shot, it's not any time. It's no, you're you're going a paper. Why are we doing this? Because it was hanging up. That's different. I don't know. Big E comes out. He calls Seth Rollins a slunker like the Pink Panther. Then Pink Panther. Do kids know? No. The 1960s called and Big E, they want the reference back. Rollins is mad. He's like, I'm mad at you, Big E, because you wouldn't just give me a title shot. You made me earn it. And he says, but I know that you're a joke, just like your friends over on in the New Day over on SmackDown. King Woods is a joke and Kofi Mania Mania is a joke. And Big E gets mad and says, do not disrespect those two things. They are great. And he says, our, you know what, Seth, our title match is tonight. And Rollins is like, no, it's not. Kevin Owens comes out. He says a bunch of things that no human would ever say. He says, you think you're the face of Raw. You think you're the face of Raw. Becky thinks she's the face of Raw. I should be the face of Raw, but I always lose. And then he's like, Big E, how about I wrestle you tonight so I could lose again? And Big E accepts. And they're like, this will be the first time these guys have ever wrestled. And then my brain hurts because how is I, that possible? Listen, I would have swore they wrestled before. They Maybe did in tag, ta- in tag, tag matches because remember, remember, um, Owens, Owens took Big yeah, E's place at one point be in time. A new member of New Day. Yeah. Okay. Earlier today, Queen Zelina with Carmella. Oh. Oh my God! This segment's brutal. So they're backstage walking around, and the accent. Oh my God! Last week. Zelina had a 10% British accent. This week she has a 70% British accent. It's there most of the time, but it's still really bad. But you could tell that she's been practicing. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki are there. And the heels insult uh, Nikki's mask. And then Nikki's like, do not insult my mask. Let's have a wrestling match because you insulted my mask. And Rhea goes, I happen to like your mask. This is how they write women, everybody. That thing on your face is ugly. Oh, by the way, no. 
That thing on your face is great. To their face. He, 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 it is horrible behind their back. Women be petty, says Vince. Can you imagine right now we are having Selena Vega and Carmella I, together? I can't, I, just, I can't believe it. That's a lot it's of bad. shocking. Guess what? We get a match. Nikki and Rhea against Selena and Carmella. The entire women's locker room watches, and there's four of them. And it's <laughs> it is Dana Brooke, Dewdrop, Tamina, and Liv Morgan. I don't see a future here. I'm very and no. not to say like Dewdrop can't wrestle, but she's in a stunted gimmick that where she can't win. And Liv Morgan. They always want to start with her and then they stop and then they start and then they stop. So Tamina, no. And then uh, who else? Dana Brooke. They're never going to give her a shot. So why bother? They had Corey Graves bury her on commentary the one week. So this is the just, just sad. It's just really sad. So Zelina in this whole match does one move and wins with it because she only has the one move. And that is the code red. And it's all she has to set it up in the corner with the on the it's, ropes, and it's like a big production. Like you need three people to set it up, and then it's set up, and she wins. And everything about this is sad, and the women's division is really sad. Makes me sad. There are good women wrestlers there's out the, there, but there's the main event with Becky Lynch and Bianca, and then there's everybody else watching TV. Yes. And then on SmackDown, there's the main event with Sasha and Charlotte, and then there's everybody else. This is really sad. You know, remember back in the day, it looked like there was a lot of promise here. There was. They take anybody with promise and just, you know, we don't want to do that. We don't want. To, and Tony Storm is dead, I think. So there's that. I, while she lost her imaginary boyfriend who was an 80s guitar I don't even know what happened there. I don't know okay so Biggie is backstage and the Alpha Academy come in and Gable's like I want to recruit you Biggie and take you he's the champ why would you why would he want your yeah recruitment? exactly what? how are you going to trick the champ into, what does that mean I can take you to <clears throat> new heights above the WWE title that don't exist okay Biggie insults Otis's face and Gable says I'm going to go out there and beat Finn Balor and I'm like that's not real Finn Balor, I missed where they promoed this match. Why is this poor Finn Balor? I know. Balor comes out. Now we get a video package for Veer, everybody. Veer. Million dollar arm baseball Veer that you don't even know his background because his name's not really Veer. So Finn Balor against Chad Gable with thumb face Otis. Um, And guess what? It's a really good match. Too bad it's pointless. Here's the thing. You put Finn Balor and Chad Gable... Give him this same match, put it in AEW where wins matter, and at least one of these two guys would be getting a push out of this. Maybe even both. But in here in WWE, they're like, look, we still have small guys that can wrestle each other. Check this cool stuff out, indie lovers. And then they have them wrestle, and it's completely pointless. And it doesn't lead to anything. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy calls the, the move a top rope superplex. I don't know how else you would do a superplex, but I guess... Whatever. Balor, somebody's going to argue, second rope superplex. No, I'm saying, I'm saying. There's no th- it's second he's rope superplex. Balor pins Gable and uh, by some trapping pin. And then Byron's like, did you see? Whose shoulders were down? Balor's shoulders. What, what shoulders? They showed the replay. Balor's shoulders was, was never down. What are you talking about? I want to I wanna 
point out one of my errors and apologize because I went on and on for ages about why is Finn yeah. Balor going back to NXT. I understand now. I understand why he wanted to go to NXT. Yes, because, because this, this is, is horrible. This is just the worst. Yep. I can't. Mm-hmm. This is this is right next door to nothing, and nothing just moved out. So this is all you're getting. Next door to nothing. Riddle scoots by the 24-7 jobbers, excuse me, to get to the dirty dogs. He says, I like dogs. What about you, Rude? You'd be um, a great, great, what does he say? I don't, I didn't understand anything I think here. he's trying to say glorious, but he doesn't. So he says, great, great. Dane or but then I don't the know. Dogs are like we wrestled two times. He says like a great dangerous or something like that. Great dangerous. It's like he says, get it, dangerous. No, Riddle, are you on extra drugs right now? Because I don't even know the joke. I I felt like Riddle was really pushing the I'm on drugs tonight to the point where I'm like, you're just stupid. Yes. So the dirty dogs are also on drugs. Clearly. Because they say they want the drugs. And then Riddle says, makes another drugs joke. Wow, this is so funny. Street Profits come out. And then Titus O'Neil wins another award because he does all this great stuff. and he But he gets his school named after some guy named Thaddeus instead of Titus. So I don't know who that is. No, but did, seriously, did that's... Did we have a Thaddeus in wrestling once? once? I think you're thinking of uh, All My Children. Thaddeus James Martin. Also known as Tad. But no, congratulations, Titus. That is pretty awesome. That's really good. So at least there's somebody doing something good. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's always doing Does he have any other job except go do something nice to make us. Isn't that awesome? He's getting paid for that. That's pretty great. That's pretty great, but you're doing it for an evil. But whatever. But the point is, look at him getting his hands dirty and going out and actually doing these things, as opposed to Stephanie, who goes there to collect the check or collect the award or whatever. You're right. Now mm. she just collects a check for what he's She's doing. She's like, but... I'll collect it on Zoom. Thank you. Uh, okay. I, j- I don't want to get them COVID cooties from those kids at the school. But we're talking, okay, we're talking Halloween. This is Halloween week. Wrestling. Yeah. My question is, like... <laughs> Where, where is Bliss during? It's Halloween. It's Halloween. The moon is full and bright. Um, I think Alexa Bliss is sitting at home crying because she they didn't ask her to be in the Chucky show, and that Chucky is out trying to murder a girl named Lexi. That's not Alexa Bliss. So I think it's I think it's pretty funny. It's just to sit at home and watch that. I just. Wouldn't this be the perfect time if you're going to keep this character? It's Halloween. Where I'm, I'm like Alexa. Where are you? And they dragged geez. Abaddon out of mothballs simply to do that one match. So why couldn't they? I don't know. I have no idea. RK I bro, I don't, I don't, because yeah. I'm constantly like Alexa. Where are you? And she, hello. Ah. Oh, um, no, I wasn't talking to to you, Alexa. You're you're not a real person. I am not real. <gasps> you are right. Ah, ah. Oh my God! Oh, ah, ah. Oh, what a twist! Oh, oh my God! Did she did she think she was a real? What if she is a real person? What if what if people are are fake and the robots are? 
Joe, this is some science fiction horror here. This I'm is scared. This is crazy stuff. I'm very scared. I think you might be losing your best co-host to a, sh- a show called like Black Mirror or something here. Ah! I can write. I can write the uh, the apocalyptical stuff. Yes, yeah, I'm sure. Hamna Muhammad says, "And we shall see what can't be seen on any other night." Yes, that is the the other lyric. Thank you. Or not ly- lyric. It's not a song, but the other line. So RK Bro comes on a commentary with a new theme that I don't get. It's this weird mafia remix. What? Okay. I didn't imagine that. No, there's a mafia. Po- like, remember, remember Enzo and Cass's theme? It's like that. Yeah. Why is it like that? I Don't ask me. I didn't understand. What are we setting? Well, we'll get to the end of the match and you tell me what we're setting up here. Okay. Street Profits against Already in the Ring Dirty Dogs with RK Bro on commentary. RK Bro are stupid. And usually I think they're pretty funny, but I think this was lame. The crowd chants, the crowd chants, we want Randy and we want Riddle. So that's great. They want whoever's not wrestling. That's who they want. That's always, that's typical WWE crowd right there, which they haven't done that in a while. They've been pretty grateful just to go back to shows, but that's how they always used to be when they were at their most annoying was we want whatever's not happening in the ring right now. So that's nice. But this match is confusing. I don't really understand it. Is it a number one contenders match? No. I don't know. But is it? No. Omos comes out and he he he's like a distraction, but the heels win and we never see how. I think it was a zigzag or a super kick. I don't know. And then did AJ Styles die? Because last week, wasn't it supposed to be a title match? And then they had to have like a, they had to have a, a number one contender match and a title match on the same show. I think Almos yeah. is a tag team by himself. I think it's Omos. It's going to be Amos is going to be a tag team by himself. Yes. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know because then Keep Omos... Going because you have to explain. Okay. I have no idea where we're going with this tag okay. team situation. Omos beats up the Street Profits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Riddle attacks him, Omos. But then okay. he picks up Riddle and can't figure out how to get him off his shoulders. That's how bad Omos is. And I love Omos okay, as like a is. giant, but he cannot do anything. He couldn't even get Riddle yeah. off of his neck to get him onto the apron. This guy should just be able to just th- chuck him easily, throw him easily. Orton then gets ready to attack Omos. But I swear to God, my, at least it was my feed. I'm in a video package with like T-Bar all of a sudden. Okay. I don't know what so, just happened. Let's stop. What did we just set up here? Because the Dirty Dogs won. They won, but they already had a title shot. Yeah, but Omos comes out. Did he start a feud with the Street Profits? But that doesn't make sense because I don't. Larry, it's confusing because there's something wrong and AJ Styles is out and I don't know why. This is two weeks in a row. So it's either COVID flat earther or he's injured. Take your pick. But with with Styles, I'm going to vote for number one. Um. So yeah, we're, I'm watching. All of a sudden, I'm just watching a video package with T Bar, and then oh look, <laughs> Damian Priest, and they're like, "Look how evil he is!" And then we go to backstage right from "Look how evil he is." Damian Priest is hopping around like a goofball, but now we get a new wrinkle. He has split personality disorder, and he calls his other side he, and he's like, "Don't get him mad, like he's the Hulk." Yep. And he has a catchphrase. His catchphrase is, 
he's going to get acquainted with the Damien in me. So like demon in me, but we already have a demon Balor. What? The Damien in me? Yes. Poor, poor Balor is getting every gimmick he took. He has taken demons, princes, it's kings. It's yes, I know. It's pretty horrible. It's so bad. But no disqualification match for some reason. Damien Priest against T-Bar. And here's here's Again. my notes. My notes are, how is a no disqualification match this boring? They keep teasing weapons and they're not using them. This is like if you had, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is Ring of Honor um, Dominic Dijak, or Donovan Dijak against... Um, uh, oh my god why did I forget his name Punishment Martinez and I'm like this should be good but I don't care and then I call Larry and he you said the same thing as I did it, what, it, because all I can think of is AEW is doing so many of these matches I should be sick I gotta be honest I should be sick of these matches in AEW and I never am it's just like I, I said one here and I right. it does nothing it's just like me. I said Finn Balor against Chad Gable Put that in AEW, raise the bar just even one notch and watch it go. And you know that what happens there is going to matter. With WWE, I'm watching that match and they're going, yeah, we put it on as just as a match. It's not really anything. <laughs> well, then why should I? What? So, okay, the match does get decent, but Priest gets tied in the ropes like Andre the Giant and T-Bar just breaks a kendo stick all over him. But that makes Priest mad and he turns evil and he makes his face all bug-eyed and goes, Grr, look how evil I am. And he uses a chair on T-Bar. So then we get a goozle through a super brittle termite-eaten wish app table. Reckoning Priest wins. And even Jimmy's like, I never saw a table explode before. Yeah, what is with these super scored termite tables? Okay, let me point out here. We saw last week we had the setup match yeah. of T-Bar and, and Damian Priest. Well, oh, Damian Priest is, is going crazy. He's got this other personality or whatever, demon. So now we get the the actual explanation match. And we see, yes, he is. He's got this hardcore side and he's, he's all evil and everything. So where are we going? I, wh- who is he going to go against? So, so Joe, where does this go? Where- okay. Where does his so, story continue? So we don't know. We don't know who his next challenger is, and no. then all of a sudden, oh my God! Just Apollo Cruz comes out with the Commander it's, Aziz. You just switch the IC title for right. the US. So title I wrote copy paste thing. other title, right? Yep. Then yep. copy paste new title, and then so much fake laughing from Cruz. Please stop. <gasps> What is Why this? Is it all fake laughing. It's WWE? real bad. He does it like four times in his little segment. He's like, let me introduce myself. Ha 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 ha. I'm Apollo Crews. Ha 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 ha. This is my commander Aziz. Ha 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 ha. I want that United States title. Ha ha This is pathetic. I'm telling you right now, there's so many things happening in WWE proper that were, <laughs> if I saw it in NXT, I would be like, oh, they're learning yeah, this, they certainly wouldn't do this. No, we get to see all the learning no, here. It's yeah. Backstage, oh my god, I hate this so much. John yeah. Morrison is meditating. If you don't know what meditating is, then you are an <laughs> idiot. Okay, because Reggie comes in. Reggie says, "Hey, John, how's that search for your inner chi going?" 
Marson goes. So you think he knows? You so you think Reggie's in the in the know, right? right? Because he sees what he's doing, he understands. Yeah. Marson goes, "Oh, it's going great. It's like I'm able to reach out and attain my goal." And Reggie goes, "Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? What word of that didn't you understand?" But then that would be like say, "Hey, how's that driving the car doing?" Well, I'm you know it's pretty good. I'm pushing on the gas to go forward, and he's, "I don't know what that means." What? This is when you copy paste from week to week with the storyline where the person person talking to Marson doesn't understand. Then you copy pasted. I don't know who botched their lines, but I'm sure Marson was supposed to say something more outer worldly because Reggie came off as the biggest idiot here. Poor Reggie. Um, but then, oh my God, Truth is there, and Truth chases Reggie around and tries to win the 24-7 title, but he can't catch him. Then Tazawa exists, and they argue. Then Drake Spud comes in, and WWE, it's television for idiots. I don't understand what is... This wasn't anything! And it was a copy-paste from every week before it. There's only four people who want that title. Listen, I would want the title just to have it i don't yes. but whatever there's only four people who want the title there's some story we don't really know that, i don't that that spud is a mastermind but how does that help him to get someone else know. to get the worst title ever in the history of wwe and now we're getting not the blow off but the close to the blow off storyline of Oh, wait, they're all getting tired of working for Spud, which we never really got. And no. what is the point of it? This is just terrible. I hate it. Becky Lynch live next. What? She was in a match already. What are we doing? What are we addressing here? I don't know. We get, we get it's an interview. She says, why does half the crowd boo me? I want a new opponent. Liv Morgan comes in. Becky leaves. Liv says not a word. Boring. Are you kidding? Liv Morgan. No. No. Liv Morgan has won like two matches in the last year. No. But there's who else? <laughs> there's no one. There's well, okay. There's Dewdrop. That that's a, but no. But I'm did, saying there's Dewdrop. She could get. Right. She slips on a banana peel. She gets a win, whatever. And then you have a little feud. She can wrestle. So that match against Becky Lynch would actually be good. Instead, we get Liv Morgan, who is going to have something. She'll have something. Backstage, Kevin Owens gets ready. Where is Eva Marie? Where is... Oh, she got killed off by Shayna Baszler. She's shooting a movie right now. A movie no one will ever see. Bring her back. I don't know. Owens gets ready backstage. Seth Rollins comes in. He says, I'll help you win tonight. And Owens is like, F you, don't interfere with my match. Okay. (laughs) We'll see. Because here we go. The face versus face main event that I'm sure everyone turned the channel at this point. Big E against Kevin Owens. At this point, who made it this far? Okay. Nobody. No, they turned it off an hour ago. Um, Big E against Kevin Owens. Seth Rollins comes out. Guess what he does? He attacks Big E, but the ref doesn't see. But you know what the attack is? He barely punches him. Owens thinks about it. And he's like, maybe I should capitalize. He's capitalizing on a single punch. He's done way more damage than that himself in this match. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't it wasn't understand like, why it wasn't like Seth didn't have... Seth had like a metal contract or holder or something, right? He could have used that. Anything. 
but he used his fist and it looked really dumb and it looked like he barely yeah. hit him. So Owens is like, maybe I will try for the pin. I want to be a winner too. He fails. Biggie does the crucifix pin and Biggie just wins. So the story is Owens deserves to lose, right? Because it's a normal punch. He shouldn't have cheated. That's the story. Okay. Biggie yells at Owens and says, hey, Seth Rollins punched me. Why are you trying to pin me after that? Owens grabs a mic. He says, I didn't see it. They did knock heads. So to be fair, they tried to put a story piece in the match. Not the writers. I'm saying Owens and, and Biggie tried to do something. Oh, yeah. So they put in a part where they clunked heads. So Owens says, listen, I hit my head. I, I wasn't sure what was happening. Um, I, I'm sorry. I didn't really see what Seth was doing. I'm sorry. Um, I... It's Rollins' fault. Your fault, Rollins. I hate you. Next week, I want a match against you. Biggie, and then Owen says, I'm sorry, like for the seventh time. Biggie will not accept the apology. He says, He says, Biggie says, uh, Oh, I'm sorry, six times. And Biggie says, Nope, don't accept it. You saw it. And then Biggie dumps him with a big ending. What a stupid Raw. That that Raw was just like three hours of nothing happened. That Raw was terrible. I want to like the fact that someone was trying at the end, but I feel like I watched a movie where the actors were trying, but there was no script. Yeah. I'm saying because I do like, did Kevin Owens see it? And he, and again, you pointed out the biggest flaw is there should have been a lead pipe or something. Anything to make it seem like that would have been enough. That was like when a manager smacks you and it doesn't, it can't yeah, lead Bobby to a pin. What? <sighs> that raw egg and Joe and I, you know, of course we text each other. It wasn't that the raw was super insulting or we hated it. It just existed for three hours and I had to look at it. Yeah. It, it wasn't the worst raw ever. There was just nothing there. There was nothing there. Yes. And the fact that you started it out with what might have been your hook, I still I don't understand that. I know. I know. Um, I'm done. I can't. I can't do this anymore. No more. Oh my no more god! Raw. I get this listen. raw out of here. So, bye, raw. I'm gonna Goodbye, do other raw. stuff now. Not talk about uh, you anymore. So, listen. I'm not. I am not going to be sad this week i'm not wwe raw was terrible smackdown was not good aw was fantastic it was really good and we had the scariest show ever this was amazing i'm so so impressed by it what was I've done. spooky i'll say that it was so spooky you didn't see any of that coming no what a twist what a twist so yeah let's let's not be sad about this week not okay too bad i'll try not to be sad so, we had, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Are we done? I think we're done. We've okay. covered all the wrestlings. All right, and well we've, then. Listen, we have probably scarred some people, but you were warned. That's Your true. Your discretion is to <laughs> Yes. Spooky edition. Um, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Had, hope you had a spooky Halloween. Bye, everybody. That was a good show. It was. I liked it. I think it was really good. You're right! Ah!
It was a good show. But you know, Joe. What? I died three years ago. Ah!